No, not in that way. <laughs> but still. It's a different yeah. story. But For yeah, those yeah. listening, Sam just made the yas sense. Yes. Right, we'll jump in. We'll jump on in. Are we diving in? Are we diving? Do you want to do more Pramble? No, go That's ahead. all your topics, I noticed. I put some stuff, I actually put some stuff in the notes. We could still, I know, but you know, we're on a short week this week. So we're, so we're just doing your stuff. We could do your stuff. Well, let's just not do all of it. <laughs> Whatever we do, don't do all of it. I'm excited for the yodel story. <laughs> yeah. This is what maybe maybe we should say that for the Patreon because that's like that's like a, a Mike life question. No, it's not. We're not. We're not. We're not. We're Some more. added content. We'll, we'll give that to the uh, for the people. Okay. <laughs> right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Perth's Premier Podcast, Monkey Sword Fight, with me, your host Jordan Patrick, and my co-host, Podcast Daddy. Mr. Michael Thoughts. We should start doing like uh, nicknames because that podcast that I like, which I'm going to touch on later, the Jesus and Mero podcast, Bodega Boys, they call themselves. Yeah, you've talked to them before. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they just they list off all their nicknames in the beginning. So it's Podcast Daddy. What's the other one? What's the podcast other one? Podcast Daddy. I don't know. Oh, man. I had a couple. I, I was listening to them off in the car. But anyway, where about that? You just telling them that Connie just sitting in the car like, <laughs> yeah. Podcast Daddy, they call me Podcast Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you should too. Where about that? <laughs> Uh, to succeed in life, you need to take chances. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Did you make that one up yourself? Of course not. None, of these, none of these have come you from my one, brain. You made one yourself. I, oh, one, yeah, because I was drunk. This, I've, got okay. some, I've got some like, early <laughs> feedback. So like when I was away last week, okay. I, I put the Stevie Mac episode on in the car when me and Chuff were just driving, mm-hmm. and I actually got to hear the actual gasp. Because <laughs> <laughs> she, she, like, she was there with words with Dawson, and the mic said, no, I, heard, I looked across and said, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> also got your old da Andy Mark on the ones and twos. What's happening, Mike? Yo. That was a poor words with Dots. Oh, this week. okay. <laughs> I got a backup. Can I go with the backup? That, that, that one was just basically, you know, if Do at first you don't succeed, try again. How dare you? How dare you? yourself up, dust yourself down, <laughs> you know, get on with that. That's every end. basic bitch's <clears throat> Instagram profile bio. Wow, okay. Um, <laughs> Some live feedback for you on the spot. <laughs> I accept I your challenge. I'll set my game up. been good recently. That was just Well, see, I enjoyed last week's one. I can't remember what it was, but I did enjoy it. Me neither. Once the pass me, the pass me. I thought the sigh was unwarranted from Chuff. What's <laughs> <laughs> got a very special guest this week? We are joined by Samuel Matthias, Hello. barber, vegan, tattooist. <laughs> barber, <laughs> vegan, tattooist. I'm just, I'm just Pinterest. In that order. Yeah, I'm just Pinterest in person. <laughs> Human Pinterest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, no, Sam's been, uh, Sam's been one of the people who wanted to go on for a while, so I finally actually messaged him because I'm shite. <coughs> and uh, he was more than happy to come on, so we'll get talking to you about all your goings on. Mm. We do have some housekeeping to take care of. We do. This week's show is sponsored by Stevie Mac's Skate School. Yeah. Try something new for your kids. All ages and abilities are welcome. Stevie Mac's Skate School on Facebook. Nicest guy in Perth. He is. Straight up. More mm-hmm. than I in that. Yeah. And number of fans, there's a, so he might be coming to my show on Sunday and my mum's coming as well. So I'm really hoping to get a picture of Stevie Mac and my mom. Like the show's <laughs> two biggest fans. <laughs> like a meeting of the minds. <laughs> Did I, thought, t- I, I thought Mama, I was Mama Pat's favourite, but oh. I'm slightly worried now. She's about to meet Stevie Mac. I'm about to get bumped down to number two. You're still in front of Jordan. Safely, safely in front of Jordan. Favorite child for fuck's sake. I think you guys should fight to the death with the, skateboards the, over the, uh, Mama Pat's yeah, love. The Steve, best Steve thing I've ever seen today, though. So Ra- Rachel, hi Rachel. Hi Rachel. Hi Rachel. Hi Rachel. 
didn't even have to prompt him. No, he's that's a good. pro. So I gave Rachel a lift to work today because Rachel's car's broke down. So usually when I drop off a car, I pop in and say hi to my mum. Mm-hmm. So I popped in, walked in the kitchen, Rachel popped her hand in my mum and she went, Hi Rachel! And then the biggest <laughs> smile went across her face. Ah. <laughs> got Stuff from our show person. is making it out there. <laughs> We're going viral in real life. What is that? I just word of mouth? Uh, I don't know. I don't want to be viral in real life. No. <laughs> um, I've, I've <laughs> got some attention. <laughs> I don't want to go viral. I've got some feedback on uh, last week's show. Okay. Uh, Stevie Max looking to steal my job. That guy was fucking smooth. He was smooth. Very good. He and is, like, so you can't say a bad word about Stevie Max, but he fucking nailed it last week. Yeah, he was good. He even did some magic for us. Did we? Did we actually get that on the mics? I don't think we did. We talked about it, but no. Yeah, I'm he, sure it was on. Was it on the Patreon? Uh, oh, maybe on the Patreon. Because I remember yeah. hearing it and just thinking, "Fuck, I wish I could see what's going on." But you suckers wouldn't have heard it if you don't. If you haven't chipped in. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of the Patreon, who are our Patreon? Our, our patrons, you mean? Our patrons. Would <laughs> you not call me patrons? No, they're patrons. But it's a Patreon. I, mean, oh, I never understood why it was up. called that either. There, there must be a reason. We'll find out. Maybe it's oh. the verb. Is the app not working again, Mike? It's not even the app. I went through the website, but um, I'll try and go to the app now. <laughs> this, this happens, happens every, all the time. Every no, week and we still haven't we had out to, We had two good weeks, but no, it's not letting me get to it. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> anyway, other feedback I had yeah. um, was the the female Bond. Now, I was against it until I thought about one specific actress. Who's this? Tess Mae Thompson. She was, uh, she was Valkyrie in Thor and the Avengers and what else? Andy Mack when I can who she is. No, I'm not a clue. <laughs> and she's also in the new Men in Black film that's coming out. And uh, she's uh, like, she's a openly outed bisexual and I just thought you know what that'd be fucking pure bond if she shagged men and women <laughs> do you know what I mean that'd be like ultimate personizer personizer <laughs> as opposed to womanizer because oh she'd be just God. nailing everything so personizer if it was Tessie Thompson I'm on board because she's deadly too please put a picture of her on the Facebook page I, I don't do, know yeah, who she is I'll, I'll make a uh, note of it <clears throat> she was in Thor wasn't she yeah she was yeah, the, yeah. the drunken lady I, yeah. let me just make a note of that I got the Patreon list up, found it. Hit it. Uh, we'll start from reverse this week. Let's live. Let's go edgy. Oh, like, shit. why don't we get crazy? Let's get oh, fucking yeah. wild. I've gone for one week and we just get... <laughs> chaos reigns, man. No, we can't get the app to work, but fuck it. We're just going to do it in reverse. <laughs> yeah. Let's go all out. We got Stash, Stephen Tosh, Roddy Bader, Ralphie Rogs. We got a fucking fly flying around it's here, like too. It's like the episode of Breaking Bad. Um, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. We're going for round two. Uh, Nate Black, Ian Shepard, Fraser Reavy, David Forrett, Craig McCaffrey, Chopstick69. Yeah. <laughs> love that, Chopsticks. <laughs> Callum McLaughlin, Andy Henderson, and Ali Cook. Yeah. Thank you very much, everyone. We will be doing our additional content, so if you haven't subbed up for the low, low place of Fiverr, yeah. you get uh, like an hour, almost two hours per month of belting content. We, we you can donate up to $5 a month, but if you can only afford a couple of quid, that's all right Look, as well. Oh, yes. Mike you, just you, nailed that fly. Really? Aye. Yeah. He just dropped it. Oh, and, 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 <laughs> I'm smacking flies here. Anything you guys like can afford. Oh, I'm nipping. Actually, the yodel story is a nip job, actually. So we'll get job. to that. Yeah. Just for, again, anyone, if this is your first episode listening, Mike's uh, personality has developed over the two years <laughs> we've been doing this show from a, Thanks, from a, from a shy... <laughs> 
retiring non-confrontational type to the angriest black man you ever did see. <laughs> Andy's uh, Andy's my life coach, so <laughs> he's uh, he's getting me right. He's getting me nipping nipping things in the bud. Yeah. So are making, you a nipper? Making Sam? enemies as well at the same time. Just, <laughs> you just are nipping a nipper. Things. I things. say so. <laughs> just nipping. Into the mic. Oh, sorry. I need a definition. Nip, just like uh, before you, a problem develops, you make sure that it doesn't develop. You nip it in the bud. Yes. Oh, I don't even think about consequences. No. <laughs> no I just go for it. <laughs> yeah, I hate kind of guy. I like yeah, your style. Like, oh, shit. I shouldn't have done that. Oh, <laughs> shit. Um, but yeah, we will get into the Patreon. Yes. Yeah, a little bit later on. I feel like I had more feedback, but I think I was really just full of anxiety that I was going to come back and you all were going to tell me that Stevie Mark was a new host because he is but he's just not available tonight oh, okay, we're going to let you know good. next week before it <laughs> um, I don't know anyone else got any feedback anything they heard from peeps uh, no no feedback some good encouragement there was is the poll finished on the Bond thing? It looked like it was a resounding no for a female Bond last time I checked it. Yeah, so we put a poll up on last week about uh, whether a female Bond would be oh, would be good or not. <laughs> <laughs> shit, <laughs> shit. Uh, uh. <laughs> You've all been there. That ever <laughs> happened to you? What no. was that? What was that phase? <laughs> it was that phase where it was the video, but it was yeah. Like, why? I can't, I, can't, I can't believe you said that, and then it was the woman getting absolutely rattled. Yeah. Why do people do that? Like it's guys just being shitty to other guys. That's... But it's got to the point. It was so overused that, like, if I hear it now, I know that exact noise. I know they're not watching porn. Yeah, I know they're what they've been yeah. absolutely done. It's by the reaction, and everyone's just going, "Oh, fuck, not again." Okay, not part of. Just look at the comments. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. You look at the comments, and sometimes it doesn't always say that. It's just people oh. tagging other people in. I've it. got. Like, I've got Scumbags. I've got a mate of mine who's like, his whole shtick is to send those those photos on WhatsApp. So you know when you get a photo on WhatsApp and it's only part of the photo, and he opens so up a huge it black it's, dick or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, he sends it all the time to the point where I'm just like, sorry about that guy. He'll send me a photo. And I was like, I'm not fucking opening that anymore. He's like, how no? I goes, I tell, I bet you it's an arsehole or a massive cock on the other end of this phone. And he's like, I oh, fair enough. <laughs> Predictable. Back to the James Bond story. Uh, so it was a resounding eighty percent no. 71 votes, 80% of those votes were Renault. Um, uh No, only <laughs> Blair McGregor said he should be recast as a Doug. That was it. That's the only thing I'm that. <laughs> what kind what of kind dog? Of, okay, Double good boy. Just biting ankles. What dog would it be, though? Uh, she'd have to be a smooth-looking animal, but mm. not too dumb-looking. I'm thinking like a, a lab. No, labs nah. are too friendly looking. It has to have a bit of an edge. Mm. So it can't Doberman. Be like a... An Alsatian or Dober... something Nah, like Doberman would be a bad guy, I think. You always see Doberman what, as what bad guy. Yeah. Would, what were the dogs in Resident Evil? Were they Doberman? They were Doberman, yeah. yeah. But they were always bad guys. What about a Rottweiler? Is that too chunky? Does it need to be a little bit more unsuspecting? Yeah. That would be like Jason Statham kind of dog, wouldn't it? Yeah. I don't know, man. Daniel Craig was a bit of a fucking... Oh, he did machine, stunts he? as well. But then you got to go back to like... Who's the guy before that? Roger Moore, you're going to get a poodle to be James Bond. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a poodle Piers, Piers yeah. Brosman Piers Brosman kind of A growling poodle Piers Brosman would be like a, One of those like Regal looking Scotty dogs And just cutting a bit Yeah He's coming He's he's done some good films Since then uh, he, he looks like he's up For a bit of banter Who? Oh, Piers, Piers Brosnan Like uh. anytime I see him now He's like a Proper silver fox these days I haven't seen him in ages He's aged well He has like He's a, a pure line. dick And Mrs. Doubtfire though Yeah it was a drive-by fruiting. Was he in that? Ah, he was like yeah. the, the, the stepdad, stepdad kind of guy. Yeah. Oh, no one likes stepdads. No, <laughs> I'm a stepdad. Shit. <laughs> 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 do, do you want to talk about it, man? You're all right. No. 
It's still, it's still bad. Uh, we also did not a poll, but because uh, we're trying to do one poll a week, trying to switch it up on social media a bit. Uh, but how do you like your whiskey? Do you drink whiskey, Sam, at all? No. On my birthday. On your birthday. Yeah. Why? Oh, you don't I don't drink. really like drinking. Oh, okay, cool. What kind of whiskey? Hibiki. Hibiki. Oh, uh, all right. Favorite Japanese whiskey. Oh, yeah, I haven't favorite. tried that. Can you get it around here? Yeah, um, then you do it. Oh, I'm diving in head fucking first. See, I'm not a big whiskey guy. Is it? Mm. Oh, no, I'm not. I think then. it was one of my friend's birthday. I bought me and my, me and my girlfriend a drink. And it all, in total, it comes to like £30 or something. Oof. Like for two drinks. And I was like, what? Japanese whiskey's kind of rare, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You can buy it in that, um, that wine shop. Then you gives me a yeah, fear, especially when I'm drunk. If you've got like your bank card and you're just hitting contact or something, mm, the next day you get that anxiety. That's oh. trouble. Maybe uh, Chopstick 69 could find something out in the Far East Ooh. and bring it back for us. Oh. Some Chinese Japanese whiskey. Yeah, that would be good. It's, it's, it's probably, it probably be in Japan I don't in know the next 10 minutes. She bought that fucking <laughs> Baiju last time. I don't think I'll trust. <laughs> like one of our listeners, Claire, uh, she lives in Beijing. And for she came on the show last year and she brought rakes of weird Chinese snacks. Oh. I watch a guy on YouTube like that. I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Just random snacks to get oh, sent. Somebody, some of them, them were alright. Some of them were straight up just weird. And then she gave us this shit that's pretty much just lighter fuel <laughs> called Baiju, and it is fucking burny, like eighty uh, percent proof. <laughs> I was I was having a bad night and we were recording one day and I just was sipping it from the bottle. And might nailed uh, like half a little bottle and was just like, Egh. it was not nice. Suck it loose. <laughs> It's like sailor strength rum. Uh, yeah, again. Uh, the people. Most of the people said um, a little bit of water. A lot of comments on here. A lot of feedback on that particular post. Uh, of course, having to do with alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Connor Suitmaker said no ice cut with iron brew. That's a sin. Can't See, do that. Uh, really? you, you, you mix bourbon, but yeah, I don't think you mix whiskey. Nah, I can't do that. I, but I'm not a big whiskey drinker. I just I don't know if it's it's one of those, is it not an acquired taste? You're supposed to only put like one. One piece of ice and then water droplets of water. I know that much. Yeah. Yeah, you can take. You can have like one glass of whiskey, have it neat, then put a drop of water in it. it tastes completely different. And then leave it for five minutes. Completely different after that. Mm. Maybe I'm not doing it right. Maybe I'll I do. try Maybe it tonight when I get in. Is that because Connie got used to your midweek drinking habits yet? Maybe. She has, yeah. She can bob and weave now, too. It's crazy. She's uh, <laughs> uh, You'd be fucking brave enough. I know. She'd, she'd fucking wipe me right out. <laughs> you see her like, on her Instagram. She's all doing like, the acrobatics. And she, I think yeah. she would just swing from the light fixture and clean you the fuck out. She's sturdy. Yeah, Remember, like, she's like Catwoman. Oh, you can't call birds sturdy. They don't like that. No, she's sturdy in a good way, though. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. just all that walking with the dogs. You know, she's got a nice, firm base. That's what I like about her. <laughs> <laughs> Solid core, yeah. That's I get to see her like hitting Mike with like a hurricane runner. Maybe one of them. Ah, uh, yeah. I hope she does. <laughs> <laughs> How much have you had to drink tonight? I'm sorry. Look, you looked at the board. Like, this is not the board. This, <laughs> this is on the list of things. This is here. all off the cuff. I'm not even start speaking to Sam yet. No, I know. I'm <laughs> just <the> enjoying it. <laughs> Sam, you, Matthias. Hello. We've known each other for about two years now, and I had to actually ask you how to pronounce your surname on the way in because no one knows. Matthias. 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 Where's that? What is that? I think it's Welsh. Huh? Oh. Well, actually, can I ask you about it? Because I love, like, we sent my, uh, we sent Sam the pre-interview, and my favourite thing was we, uh, we asked the question, where are you from? And you put, made in Italy, raised in Newcastle. Yeah, I'm a bit all over the place. That's a pizza I want to eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does Newcastle do? It's <laughs> got brown ale as a sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a thing about brown ale. Was apparently, like, they had to change the recipe up years ago because, like, miners were going mental drinking it. Oh, oh it makes like, you fight you, mum. <laughs> Really? Yeah, is it like bad. the Buckfast yeah. of the North of oh, England? Oh, 100%. Yeah, is yeah. it really? Yeah, Americans love it. Brown ale. You see it all over the place in like TV shows in America. I think, who was it last time? 
I think someone posted a thing about um, what's that thing about the nerd, the nerds? Huh? That TV show. Tuna Fat. No, the American Bonus one. Re- Revenge of the Nerds. No, that's a really good film. The American yeah, Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory is the oh, one. I don't. Okay. I've never seen it. Well, I my ex used to watch it, but it's on the background. <laughs> but, uh, they they drink brown ale constantly, apparently. Oh, all right. And it, at work, I have like all my razor blades going in a brown ale bottle, just to kind of remind myself why I don't drink it. <laughs> <laughs> what does it taste like? Heaven. That's what I remember. <laughs> I, I haven't drank it in a long time. You only uh, remember the first mouthful, and then after that, it's just violence. Gone. I, I, <laughs> there was one night when it was my first night out in Newcastle, and I had nothing to eat because I thought it was definitely the best thing to do. Yep. And I remember I drinking one brown ale bottle, then another one, and then probably about third, fourth, and just every club we went to, and then somehow ended up in a club, and then on the floor, and then at home. I don't remember anything after that. Really? Like anything in between, yeah. Went out in Newcastle once and like we're on a stag do. You survived? Oh, just. <laughs> was like, like, we were standing at the bar and there was like bottles of champagne behind the bar. I was like, how much are they? She's like, 10 quid. I was like, cool, hey, one of them. It's not champagne, mate. I can't, no, no. no, it definitely wasn't. That's but I, urine. I thought, I thought they'd, but they, they handed me this fucking proper thick glass bottle. He's like, do you want a glass? I was like, no. <laughs> And like, all right, well, you go there. And then they just let me cut about the dance floor of this giant thick bottle of champagne. That's I was like, not safe. This is dangerous. No. By the way, uh, you'll fight your mother, leader in the clubhouse for uh, episode title. Is, that our, is everyone you'll cool with that? You'll fight your mother. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's all right, cool. Like nice. Anyone's mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might take it. That might tip it. I'll, I'll fight anyone's mom. I'll fight anyone's mom. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could like, we'd go back and just soundbite Andy Max one-liners. I know. You can make ultimate, like, that's ultimate phrasings there. Soundboard. I, yeah. I wish either. I'd, nonsense. I'd, download, I'd pay nonsense, one nine for an Andy Mac soundboard. I wish uh, neither of us were so useless. We could probably edit like all these things together and uh, have all the Andy Mac stuff in one place. <laughs> I just want everything Andy Mac says printed. Like you didn't. You didn't <laughs> want any of that. You didn't <laughs> want any of that. Pickled. Speaking of my uh, knock, sorry, just quick, my favorite one. That someone was talking about this the other day. He looks like I've already battered him. It's yeah. a personal favourite. <laughs> it, it is true, though. <laughs> I was a bit Lawrence Leon Bone, was it not? No, it was uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> oh, yeah, was Andrew Lloyd He looks like he's been on the Brunels. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his mom's got the better of him. <laughs> Have you ever had a brown ale? Oh, yeah, I like yeah. a brown ale. Like, Nuki, Newcastle brown ale is always like... Oh, Nuki yeah, I've had that before. Okay. Yeah. Always a classic. Yeah, like, it, just, it reminds slip. me of the old Newcastle strip. That's like the first, one of the first few strips I can or remember. With that big oval uh, sort of logo Newcastle brown it. right in the middle. Mid-90s job. I remember that. They don't even make it Newcastle anymore. No? Do they not? No. That's terrible. Where do they make it now? I don't know. It's to be like Leeds or somewhere like that. I'm not wow. saying Leeds is stupid. I like Leeds a lot. But, <laughs> you know, it's not Newcastle, is it? I like a brown ale, though. Not the real North. <laughs> so the, like North yeah. the North remembers. I, have, I always <laughs> say that pe- people from Newcastle are just English people who can't hate the English. <laughs> so I remember someone said that to me once. I think it wasn't actually a Geordie that said it to me. Do you guys get offended when like the people from Northern England say call like themselves Northerners? Because they're not really Northerners, just right? Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get that a lot. Very good. You hear the accent, it's like, oh god, not again. <laughs> anyway, uh, speaking of soundboards, I found. I know we're kind of going on a tangent here. But, I'm into um, it. The Bodega Boys podcast that I mentioned before, they have a soundboard. Some, just a fan made it. Just put all like the, the most commonly things said on the podcast. And there's one I've been saying for about the last, well, it was 72 hours, but I had to stop yesterday because Connie threatened my life. It was, uh, <laughs> it was this one. Oh, it's not going to play. 
It's a fraud. It's a fraud. It's a fraud. So imagine me just like <laughs> sk- dancing around my house, shirtless, probably. It's a fraud. It's a fraud. It's a fraud. She's, she's ready to stick her dog on me. Like, go get him. Kill him. She's just immediately at a grave and asking you to move in. <laughs> yeah. Why did I do it? Why you did I do it? With your kids and your annoying fucking scenes. She had her mom up yesterday, probably talking about it. It's going like, how do we get him out? <laughs> well, I found out yesterday that uh, Chuff doesn't like the word totally. Totally. Apparently, I say it all the time. What's a totally? Is that a shit? It's a shit. I'm okay. waiting for a totally. Yeah. I quite See, like I, that word. I'm still learning all this stuff. I get questions about it all the time at work. It's like, what does this mean? It's like, oh, no, I fucking need Pop quiz. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been in Scotland? Oh, God. 2013. 2013, maybe? okay. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And what brought you north? My ex. Really tangent right in the interview. Ah, okay. Yeah. Segway, smooth segue back nice. in. Yeah. yeah, we were together like six months and I moved in. Best thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Oh, I have a son right. now, so it's correct. That's good, yeah. It's a worked out well. Product of love, wasn't yeah. it? Yes, there you go. Well, we lived in Glasgow. That's my favorite. I like Glasgow. Where did you stay in Glasgow? Uh, Strathbungo. Okay. The posh. How do you find <laughs> Scottish name? Eh? Strathbungo. Strathbungo. <laughs> you got a heat butt someone after you say that name. Ah! Um, <laughs> Fucking hell, that was almost no bad. <laughs> <laughs> How do you find like the Glaswegian people compared to Perth? I have to be very careful because my, my girlfriend's parents are, well, family's all Glaswegian. I love them. Yeah, I me love, too. I love Glasgow. Yeah. It's a, they're just totally different type of people. Was it, was it was Kevin Bridges once said there was a, it was voters one of the most dangerous cities in the UK and the same week voted the friendliest pace in Scotland. So <laughs> yeah. you're either going to get stabbed or get a fish supper bought for you. Best one of it too. So you moved up here. So we're going to, you've given us a list of jobs. Mm. Um, so we're going to the one I, I know you best for. So you're a barber. Mm. Yeah. List of jobs. <laughs> well, yeah. Gave, gave us two. So we'll do this one first. So um, how did you get into barbering? To be fair, it was just something I kind of I walked past the shop and I went, oh, they're looking for an apprentice. And then my son's mom, she was with me. She was like, yeah, you should do it. And I was like, yeah, why not? <laughs> and then yeah, I just I just went in. I was like, look, I'm I've, I'm interested in cutting hair. Like I've never done it before. I've shaved my my head a few times and I was like is that enough experience like yeah why not <laughs> but no it was it was great um, what was the name of the place Rebel 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 oh, yeah. they were it, really nice really really good shop is it Glasgow yeah okay yeah Union so Street. how long were you apprentice for Oof. two years in total no no probably about a year and a half in total because I moved I moved shops mm-hmm. but, so I think we touched on this with Brandon and Grant it was a while ago when they were on but um, did you were you surprised at like the level of work that went into a haircut? Because yeah. just from like speaking to you guys and speaking to Grant with the barber school and stuff, and like when I was there with the students getting my haircut, mm-hmm. they were talking about like sections and oh, how yeah. to work the fade and different techniques. So did that come as a bit of a shock to you? Yeah, completely. Different hair types, different color, hairlines, everything. Can the color affect it? I mean, the, someone with really dark hair can't. I don't know, it's weird. Someone with blonde hair can't get the same haircut as someone with really, really dark hair. Mm-hmm. It's like someone someone who's got blonde hair brings on a Zayn Malik for. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that because you can't copy that haircut. I mean, mm-hmm. do something very similar, mm-hmm. but the hair color, it seems like skin fades, especially. Yeah. You're not really going to get the same outcome from someone with really, really, really thick dark hair is just one who's got really thin blonde hair. Yeah, sense? I see what you mean, yeah. I mean, it looked like pure bald up to the top because they yeah. had to be quite fine. Yeah, so you just have to, like, 
I don't know, I wing it most of the time. <laughs> 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 I feel bad saying that, but... Uh. Well, no, I, I think we talked about this before, is that you appreciate, like, I know from, like, going into the shops with you guys before and, like, saying, I want this, mm. and then you just take a one look at my head and going, no, you didn't. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like, you have to be able to imagine a certain amount of creativity to say, right, I can't do that, but like you say, I can do something similar. You have to tell people that sometimes <clears throat> you're just being silly. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Someone in a roundabout way. Yeah, yeah without, 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 without being too Get harsh the fuck about out of my it. Chair. But it's like someone, someone's coming in with like quite thin hair on top and they want like, I don't know, like a slick back with a side part. And it's like, that's not going to look the same as David Beckham. Yeah. Or like said, Zayn Malik or whatever. You just have to like tell them. But you can't just say like, you're going bald, dude. Like, I, you, well, as somebody who's going bald, yeah, I would like to be told. Yeah, no, I, I told a story a couple of weeks ago about my barber. Well, this is probably back when I was you like, mean that was your life coach before my Andy. life coach before Andy. Yeah, he was the original <laughs> he did a shit job. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, yeah, I want to just grow it out because I want to get this. And he was like, nah, don't do that. And I was like, uh, uh, okay, but you take that because you know this person yeah. looks at heads all day. So why mm. wouldn't I take his advice? You know, it depends on how friendly you are with someone. Like I wouldn't tell someone who just literally my chair one for one time is going, dude, you bald as fuck. Yeah. But if say for like one of my clients I've been doing for two years, and was like, this is the time. Now, now is the time. Yeah. Just shave it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what happened to me. <laughs> is it? No, I was you just feel better about it. I though. was just sick of fucking slicking it back every day. I save myself so much time. Oh, dude, I've loved having a shave that. Every six months, I'll be like, yeah, man, I'm going to go my hair out. And I'll go to certain life and go, fuck this. Why did I do it? <laughs> yeah. I'm exactly the same. Since I shaved, I went, this is great. Yeah. I don't need to worry about it. No. I never have to think about it. I can put on a hat and not worry about taking off the hat. Oh, is my hair all fucked up? Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? That yeah. just flexibility is you just like, you never think about it no. again. The thing is, it suits every occasion. Right. Doesn't matter yeah. if you're dressing smart, if you're dressing casual. Your hair just fucking fits. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. I love so, it. So, like, I work with, like, my day job mm-hmm. uh, is, like, a social media. So I follow, like, a lot of different social media, like, social media manager accounts on Twitter and Facebook. Do barbers have stuff like that? Like, do you, like, actively search out things to kind of make you be a better barber? Or do you kind of... Yeah. You do. Yeah. yeah so like, what are some of the things that you look at regularly to say, like, oh, all right, I can do this when I go to work next time, or I can do that? There's a lot of videos on YouTube... I'm not going to lie, it's just the best thing for uh, Uppercut Deluxe post out specific haircuts mm-hmm. that suit different hair types or different products that they have. So it's like if it's slick back, you'll have like a slick product. Or like a, I, I used to really, really like, I think it was that Monster Hold. It was like really oily. It took three days to wash out your hair. Yeah. But it's not the same as like someone with really short hair would have like a messy on top. But I don't know, it just depends on your ability to to see it and go, oh, I've not been doing this, but I can, I can change that one little bit to make my haircut better. Yeah. So is it, is it almost like, so see, you said earlier, like, someone will ask for something, you'll say, I could do something similar. Mm. You'll be able to, like, ref it, refer back, ref, refer? Ref it? Mm. Refer back <laughs> to something you've seen and be able to use a different style or a different technique. Yeah. To actually give them what they're looking Sometimes for. it works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just by chance, really, depending on... Your, that looks awesome face when it looks shit. Uh, yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, you perfected good. it. Yeah, yeah that, I like that a lot. Yeah, I'm really into that. Dude. You know, it's just like they look at you and go, "Is that all good?" And it's like, "Yeah, man, yeah, smash it, no problem." Yeah, next time I'm gonna shave your hair off. But... <laughs> do you right, do you feel that your unique appearance helps you gain customers? I'm really surprised it doesn't turn them away. To be honest, no, but it wouldn't now. Maybe 30 years ago, maybe it would have. Yeah. I think now. I think Me it, and you, I think if it's I was a cut, shock. I think if I was cutting hair, they'd be like, this fucking guy doesn't have any tattoo. I'm yeah. going to him. I think if, like, <laughs> see if, like, on your shop doesn't have a shop front. So, like, when they come in, they go, oh, fuck, look at this guy. Yeah. And I've seen, it's really funny because the way the window is, I'm, like, 
my mirror is directly in front of the the door. So I can be looking in the mirror, cutting someone's hair, and I see someone's head pop around the corner of the wing going, nah, figure out. <laughs> just to see where it is, because yeah. there's, I don't know, it's weird. But but I, I know, because lately we've known each other for a couple of years now from when you worked in Badlands and stuff. And mm. like, the first time you see you, you've got quite a striking appearance with the tattoos and shit. Yeah. And I think people can, like, wrongly so, you take an initial judgment of someone. But then after being in your presence for like five minutes, like, you're the most huggable man I've ever met in my life. Aww. I like playing off the whole pissed off guy but I'm just too lazy to do this <laughs> shit you know like it's nice ideally I'd just I'd like being left alone but I don't know I'm just too lazy to deal with people that's why we should, I, think, we should, I think that's why it is we should describe a little bit because it may not be people it may be people who listen to the show that may not be on Facebook that'll see a picture of us mm. if you're happy to take a picture with us later yeah. yeah so you have a couple of tattoos you have barbed wire under your right eye yeah. what's on your what's on your left eye it's like uh, a little it's lightning symbol bolt. in Nordic. Oh, okay. So I've got quite cool. a few Viking tattoos. Tattoos on his neck, head, forehead, covered in tattoos. So, uh, but we'll take a picture. We'll put it up on the Facebook page. So, like, we'll, we'll talk about the tattoos. Um, when did you get your first tattoo? I was 17. I shouldn't have done this. It's very illegal. What was your first one? Oh. Uh, if my mum's listening, it was <laughs> in a shop, but realistically, it was. With my friends in my bedroom. Oh, <laughs> in your bedroom? Yeah, it was bad. It was Oops. really too bad. many brown ales after. Uh... <laughs> no, I, uh, just stupid. Just thought, yeah, hey, I want to be able to do this. And it was it's actually one of my, the guys I used to hang out with in the tattoo shop. Like, just fucking buy a tattoo shop, uh, tattoo cut off eBay. And thinking back, it was the fucking worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> Which it one was, was it? Which tattoo was it? It's just of my legs. Oh, okay. Just stupidly my legs. I, I mean, I did my research and I did clean everything. You know, like. Mm-hmm. So my mum was at work. Yeah, oh yeah, it was super stupid. Like, <laughs> but it wasn't as stupid as it could have been. <laughs> no, it could have been a hell of a lot worse. Yeah, I could have got diseases. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there could have been diseases involved. You know, so like the the worst thing people do is just like you. You still see it like no gloves, not wrapping everything, needles dirty. Like mm. we fidget talked about this when she was on the other week. She's like, it's, it's, it's scary. It's difficult now because you can make work look so good online mm. that people don't tend to think about, oh, that's a cheaper tattoo. Fuck, I'll get that. But it's, like, it's yeah. not as renowned, but I think it's, I suppose she says her biggest bugbear was folk just doing a couple of drawings, sticking it up online and calling themselves a tattoo artist. Yeah. yeah. So. I got the shit kicked on me in my apprenticeship. Yeah. So, yeah, I got it bad in me when I was younger. Just proper the way to do it, you know. So when did you start tattooing that? I take it that was before uh, Barbara? Yeah. Uh, back in Newcastle, I worked with a couple of guys who opened a shop. And because they, I tattooed a, a ship in my leg, they're like, oh, yeah, that looks quite good. Do you want to be an apprentice? I was like, yeah, fuck it, why not? I'll be, be all right. But things are <laughs> like cool thing to do. I, honestly, I well, I've always wanted to do it. I've always been. My dad was covered in tattoos, which my mum hated them. Like, the idea of being a tattoo to my mum was, I actually said to her, I was like, mum, I'm going to be an apprentice. And she's like, that's the worst thing you could have done. I was like, would you rather me be a heroin dealer? She was like, eh. <laughs> She took a while to How much money are yeah. you going to be making? I know. And I was, now, now I'm saying I'm getting back into it. And she's like, oh, you need to tattoo me. And I was like, fuck you. Like, I went through shit. My, 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 yeah, I had to hide my tattoos, man. Like, I had to hide a lot of them from my grandparents, my family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went from wearing, like, shorts in the house to wearing joggers. Yeah. And then to wearing a vest or wearing a t-shirt because... They didn't know I was tattooed. Really? Yeah, it was bad. Never bumped into you coming out of the shower or anything? It was one time. Um, yeah, my, I didn't know what to, like, my mum came and I was like, oh shit, 
like covered and stuff. I was like, oh my god, I've got my chest tattooed. So the poor man, I was like, literally like <laughs> up to my neck with a towel. I was like, yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> And she never, she never said anything. I thought, I thought it was it. And then uh, it was on my 18th birthday. My mom, mom was like, I know you're tattooed. I was oh. like, where, where? And she was like, it's in your shoulder. I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's way bigger than you think it is. And it's on my chest. <laughs> oh. uh, but then she's been fine with it ever since. I mean, she, I know when she's pissed off when she doesn't talk about them. So every time I get like a new one, like my faced ones, she, she doesn't, doesn't speak about them. No, she doesn't mention them. Oh. But there's other ones, my sister would be like, yeah, that's really nice. Mom would say, yeah, that's really nice as well. And I'll hear off my sister. She'd be like, mom's not happy about that. Like, I just got my forehead done to cover up my really bad hairline but to me it's like the perfect fit and it's like my favourite tattoo I think Yeah. but my mum still hasn't mentioned it uh-huh. so did you did you used to like do a lot of drawing before you got into tattooing were you always just like a doodler or in, in high school I think yeah I, mean, I can't really remember most of it but uh, I don't know why my memory is so fucking bad <laughs> So bad. I oh, okay. Know. I thought it was like a drunk story or something. No, 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 like, no, no, no. Just drank no, all through high school. high school. No, just didn't care. <laughs> I, I always knew that I wanted to be it. I don't know why. I just want, always wanted to be a tattooist. I had in my head. I was like Miami Ink, fucking New York Ink, all that shit. But it's nowhere near as glamorous as they put it on there. It's a lot of like two o'clock in the morning, drawing up at six, going open the shop up, clean, and it's just. It's one of the last. Apprenticeship arts, I think, as well. Do you know what I mean? You don't mm. get a lot. Of, people talk about you it. You like, People talk about it in football as well. Like you, you don't get a lot of people, like young players, cleaning boots and that, like they used mm. to. So I imagine it's the same in the tattoo world. But I think depends. It's a lot easier these days. Yeah. A lot. A lot of people just like back. I I was taught of two guys who took over the tattoo shop because those two guys got fucked up. They were they were they were so bad. But they got they got sacked, and then two two new boys came in, and they gave me a proper apprenticeship. One one guy was in the body gang, the other guy was the ex-MMA fighter, you know, and he was rock hard, just solid guys, and they they definitely gave me the proper apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. Mm. Just So what, what did that include then? When you talk about it. <laughs> uh, cleaning all the time, going to the other end of Newcastle, get food, just bitch work. Mm-hmm. Essentially, but it's the way it should be. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You I have to earn you, it. You, you know? without the without the chaff. You know yeah, I mean, like, I mean yeah. I've spent two years on page. You know, mm-hmm. like it's not easy. I got a lot of debt because of it, but and it caused problems in the house. Like because I wasn't getting paid. Mum was like, "You need a fucking job." And I was like, "This is eventually gonna pay off." Mm-hmm. But oh, it's just. It was hard. It was very very hard. There's a lot of stuff I can't really say, but mm. it was hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's a form of art, but it's one where you have to serve an apprenticeship like that. You mm. don't necessarily go and do a, a you know, a BA degree yeah. in tattooing. In America, they started doing that, but it's just... It's, it's not going to be you know, shit. So your only option is, if you want to get in, is you need to fucking roll up your sleeves, go and work in a shop, and learn yeah. the hard way. Deal with the shit. There's a lot of people yeah. who can't deal with it. Like, I'm a totally different person than when I started my apprenticeship. I was going out every night, like three nights a week coming in like hungover and my boss was like if you come in hungover again you're getting your full chest tattooed mm. I was like alright no bother came in like two two days later just, like hungover and he was like alright cool take your top off tattooing you sat there for six hours getting my whole chest line it was probably the worst experience of my life I had oh. my ribs done when I was hungover and it was probably the worst day of my life it was the collar the, the, and I didn't learn from that obviously because I'm a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> two weeks later came in again really hungover and he was like alright doing a collar session today six hours of collar oh. It was it was disgusting. Um, don't drink. <laughs> Very rarely, anyways. But do you, so do you feel that like it, it helps you, especially in like like a high pressure situation? Because we talked about the fidget as well. Like mm-hmm. you're tattooing someone, so it's, it's that's forever going on. Then 
You get the sweats. So, like, did that help you when you went into your apprenticeship for when you were a barber? Was there slightly less pressure? Or did you feel just the same amount, even though it was like, their hair will grow back? Yeah, that's a good question, yeah, because the hair will grow back. I think it's, yeah. I mean, if you fuck a potato, you fuck a potato. There's no going back from it. Yeah. But when you can, but it's laser. <laughs> it's going to cost a lot more. But, yeah, I think it's just taking the time and just appreciating for what what you're actually doing, not rushing it. I still draw most nights. Mm. But even with even with cutting hair, I'll, I'll sit and watch some videos and be like, oh, that's what I could do. Mm. Like just to change it a little bit. And I'll get feedback from other guys and be like, yeah, you should do this bit to make this haircut a little bit better. Or just asking questions. I used to ask questions a lot. Just didn't know what the fuck so I was is doing. That, is that quite a big thing, a big thing, especially in barber... Bar- is barbering the right term? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll go with okay, it. Barbering. Um, do you get like a lot of people that you post like, because I know it's quite... Um, <laughs> so another fly up in this. Oh, Mike nipped it again. Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot my question. Yeah, so like, you, you, I think I know it's a lot of barbers. It's the same with tattoos because we talked about this with Fidget again. Um, Instagram, social media is such a great way to get your portfolio out there. Yeah. So when you post up a haircut, do you get a lot of like DMs from maybe like more slightly more experienced barbers or even maybe novice barbers who are asking you about? Not me personally. I don't really give a fuck. But no, it's, there's there is a lot of people out there who who do take social media as a as a way to like I don't know show what they can do mm. and then be like I don't know it's it's a weird thing. Is it kind of like that? That's maybe the best. That's maybe not the uh, their consistent work. It's just mm. maybe the best thing. Kind of like what people do on social media anyway. Yeah, yeah. these not, are my good days, see, not my yeah. regular days. They'll yeah. see like maybe one one haircut <clears throat> out of ten. Like, I'm I'm not gonna post like the sixteen haircuts a day. I'm yeah. gonna post like my favorite one from maybe that week or that day. Mm. Yeah. Or like, well, when you look at one, just think like, I fucking nailed that. Yeah. Yeah. Just a bit make my dick bigger. You know, I need that. We shave it around the base. I think helps hair. But um, so you've just got so you, did you not stop tattooing for a while? Yeah, 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 yeah. When I moved to Scotland, um, I broke my leg when I lived in Middlesbrough. How'd you do that? Yeah, can we talk about that? that was one of your stories as well. Yeah, um, can we talk about that first of all. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was like a two-week-long process of me actually breaking my leg. It was funny. Um, <laughs> funny, so okay. When, in Middlesbrough, <laughs> I I don't know how the fuck I must survived it, but um, just living there in general is just crazy. Have you ever been? No, no why? It's a rough area. It's the lowest life expectancy in the country. Really? It's wow. really fucked up. So you got like the main road, Linthorpe Road, and then you go off like just one street and you're like a hundred bottled up houses. But then you've got people driving Maseratis and shit on that main street where all these shops charge like 300 quid for a jacket. It's fucked up. It's such a weird place. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, yeah. So um, every every week or something, we used to have a, used to go like local hardcore show and uh, I actually kicked someone in the head <laughs> um, and uh, for any reason my, or uh... it's just motion it's just okay yeah right. yeah just motion to like local bands and bands are touring but this is what I was afraid of going to the concert guys like him fucking kicking me in the head the <laughs> a, a hardcore mosh <laughs> and an alien ant fan mosh are two different oh, okay. animals right. so you're I'm okay I'm sorry continue <laughs> it's the fun stuff <laughs> but uh, yeah so um, I remember thinking like my foot went around his arm like that that would have hurt or, like head just in general just went straight round and I was like, this really fucking hurts. I can't put any pressure on it. So I think the day after, I was steaming drunk as well because I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I can't stand up. I'm just going to get drunk. And that happened. <laughs> exactly. I met some friends from Glasgow that day as well who uh, bank off Frontline, RIP. Um, 
and they actually carried me out, smoked a joint with them, blah, blah, blah. I got really steaming drunk. And then I went back home, went to hospital the next day, and I was like, I really, really fucking hurt. Four hours in A&E, bruised the bone. I was like, fuck this. So I went, went back. Two weeks later, uh, I was playing the show in Durham, and I jumped up, went down, back down on my foot, and I felt like someone had kicked me in the side of the leg. So in my head, I was like, someone's just fucking kicked me in my leg. And I, I've been looking after this leg for weeks. Like, So I just punched the nearest person that was next to me. And <laughs> just fucking hit my leg. And the guy was like, Dude, I, no one was near me. Like, there was people like going, you just fucking fell over. I was like, well, I, I, I felt, I heard the big thud. That's all I could remember. I was like, you know what, fuck, I'll just probably bruise the bone again. Played my set, uh, carried all my stuff downstairs, went home, went to work the next day, or walked to the bus stop. I was like, this really fucking hurts, like, really, really badly. It was like, took me about half an hour walk for something I would tell you, took me five minutes. Yeah. Got on the bus, went to work, and then my boss was like, he he had a bike accident uh, about two years beforehand, and he crushed his leg. So he was really paranoid about legs, like, really mm. paranoid. And you could see, like, it was double the size. Oh. I said, like, you need to go to hospital, too. I was like, I'll be fine. I was probably just bruised it again. Um, and then I was, he was like, no, did you need to go? I was like, right, I'll, I've got a full day tattooing. I'll go off to work. Uh, went to the taxi, sorry. Went to the taxi, jumped in the taxi, jumped out, walked into the, I'm saying walk because it's really funny how it happened. Went up to the x-ray bit. As soon as she took that x-ray, she ran out, got me a wheelchair and we need this. I was like, why? I'm, I'm fine, I can walk. And she was missing for like 50 minutes and the woman wheeled me in. I was like, this is your leg. Like, what the fuck you done? <laughs> so basically, is it the fibula? The smaller one, yeah, yeah, uh, was split in half, um, and I had no idea. I, I could hear it clicking during the day, and it was really fucking oh. painful. But that's what I mean. I just didn't because I th- bruised it, and I thought I broke it two weeks ago. I was just like, you know, it's probably just in my head. Um, no, that just completely snapped in half. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, yeah, me too. Snap bone, like fuck. Ooh. Yeah, I was out out for a couple of months, and then I went. Actually, this was the week me and my son's mum met. Um, she came down to visit me. Bless her. And then we've, we've gone to Glasgow for a bit, just went out for about a weekend, came back down. My boss was like, oh, yeah, we're closing the shop, by the way. <sighs> I was like, really? I was like, yeah, we're, we're closing on Saturday. This is a Thursday. And I had to play a show down in Leicester on the Saturday. So I had two days' notice to, to get all my stuff and go. Jesus. Oh. I didn't have a job at that time. I was living with a group of guys in Middlesbrough. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, I can't move back home because I just had a cat. Mm. My stepdad's really legit cats. And I was like, no way am I getting rid of that cat. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, eventually just moved to Glasgow. That's that's how I moved on. So how long did you stop tattooing for? How long was it? How long were you in the barber game before you? I was, I think well, it was like six months after I moved to Scotland. I worked in a little shop in in Motherwell, not Motherwell. Um, so what's next one? Hamilton. Worked in a little shop in Hamilton. Um, and then. The woman who won that, I don't really want to say names because it was quite messy what happened, but yeah, basically didn't want a traditional tattoo stain. And the woman had no idea what the fuck she was doing. But yeah, so I just stopped. I was like, you know what, I'll go back to it one day. Just get just any job. Mm-hmm. Ended up working in uh, Forevermore, which is like the raps to my family. Like those guys will do anything for me. I'll do anything for them. They're like absolute family. Just Forevermore, was that a tattoo shop? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, tattoo shop in Glasgow. Best guys ever. Um, still, <clears throat> I know I don't go anywhere. Don't go into Glasgow as much as I want to, but I still talk to them, some of them online. Um, worked in there for a bit, and then that's when someone was like, 
that's when I walked past the, the barber shop and I was like, oh yeah, they're doing that. Mm. And then just fell into it, really. Right, so you've just started to go back into tattooing. Mm. Is that right? So talk us through that. When did that come about? I think it was about sometime last year. Um, I just still been drawn. I've got like a little desk set up in my, in my house and my old house as well. And then stopped when I mean, my, my, my housemate moved in just because I just get high and all the time. <laughs> but when he moved out, I had nothing else to do because I don't fucking go out. I'm mm. the most boring man alive. Um, so I was like, oh, I'll just start drawing again, start painting again, maybe spend like four hours at night painting. I was like, oh, man, I miss this. Mm-hmm. I really, I miss the whole drawing and painting and creating something that I can look like, oh, that was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas like, I mean, Barbara's amazing, don't get me wrong. It's uh, amazing, like, just the look in people's faces when they're like, oh, that was a really good haircut, thanks, bro. Mm-hmm. But it grows out in two weeks. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a tattoo lasts forever. Mm-hmm. But it can do. It's quite cliche, but, you know. So, so where is it you've, you've started back and how did it come about? Uh, full circle. Um, I just went into see Nige one day. I was like, Nige, dude, like, I really want to come back and tattoo. And he was like, cool, no worries. It was easy as that. I was like, oh, wow. That's three back. jobs now that you've said. It's just kind of like, yeah, that's fine. Well, I mean, I'm just, I just fucking He's a really easygoing guy as well, though, isn't he? Yeah, you know Nige I mean? is amazing. He's so. such a nice guy. And what's the name of that shop that he... Full Circle. Full Circle, Gary, it's called. Gary okay. Wiedenhoff's shop. He okay. used to do... He used to be Incredibles. Yeah. Yeah, that was a while so, ago. Did you know the old Badlands shop? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's where Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how's, how, how have you found it? Did you feel like... Were you nervous going back to... Have you done it anymore? No, tomorrow's down? actually my first day. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm shit myself. How many have you got? Just one or... <laughs> Two. Two? Two so far. Out of cancellation, but we'll see. I'll check my funds. I'll take one off you. But, so yeah, have you, have you sort of have you got your your stuff all prepped, or are you just you think um, once it actually starts, you'll be just right back in the swing of it? Or? Yeah, I've I've talked to a few people, like a lot a lot of my friends are tattooists, and I've been talking to them nonstop, being like, dude, I'm fucking shit myself. Like, what if I can't do it? I actually had a fucking panic attack the other night thinking about it. It's really really <laughs> oh, funny. No. Yeah, man, it's bad. Well, that's but, I had that last night because it was my first day back at work. But again, sitting at a desk typing in is different from putting something on someone's skin. So I feel a lot better now. I was just like. <laughs> If I take like six days off from Barber and I forget what the fuck I'm doing, <laughs> never been like fucking four or five years since I tattooed anyone. You mm-hmm. know, the last person I tattooed is my ex. So are the big pieces you got planned tomorrow or small, really, really small, no bigger than a palm. Mm-hmm. It's not All very right. big. So when people come in and maybe I mean you have some experience doing mm-hmm. it, but if somebody new, are you obligated to go to them and say like, look, this person's only been doing this for X amount of years or, or months? And uh, I'm straight up. I'm yeah. just like, look, I've not. I've not done this for a long time, so like, just I'll take my time. I'll do what I want to do, not what you want to do, because I don't want to put myself in the position where I go, oh shit, I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah. If I know what I'm doing, I'm more likely to to be able to handle it mm-hmm. instead of going straight and doing fucking back pieces. It's yeah. silly. I'd imagine it's, it's much the same as like a lot of people I know that have like gone to tattooing or barbering. It's, it starts off your pals coming. Mm, yeah, because it's someone like Someone's they, they, they trust to, you. Yeah. <laughs> stupid enough phone to trust yeah, you, like Brandon Mundo. But then it, <laughs> he's a, my first client tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Shout cool. to Brandon. Yeah, my, um, so yeah, like it's, it's, it's worth the mouth, isn't it? So yeah. like you get a couple in your pals, and that's cool as fuck. Where'd you get that? Yeah, and then I mean, it'll roll from I've there. had a good good feedback so far, and it's quite scary because I didn't really say much about it. I've had a plan for about six seven months with Nice just to be like, look, I want to come in just maybe even after work, but it wasn't practical. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm working 10 till 7 in my new shop, and Nice probably works the same. So there's no point in me going in from, like, 7 o'clock to, like, 10 o'clock at night. It's mm-hmm. just, it just doesn't make sense. I don't want to keep him back. Yeah. So I just rather than that, just go down three days a week, barbering two days a week tattooing. Yeah. And just build up the clientele from there. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm treating it like an apprenticeship, essentially, again. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just turn around and say, yeah, I'm a tattooist, because I'm not. Mm-hmm. I've not tattooed anyone in five, six years. Mm-hmm. Four, five, six, I don't know, however long it is. <laughs> but that's what I mean, I just, it's been that long, I, I just don't know. But I am quite confident. Like, I still know how to how to set up a machine, how to run a machine, how to tune a machine. It's, it's a little things that I remember, but it's just the confidence to be able to put that in the skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it, where would you describe your style? If you have one, um, I don't really like saying I got a style because you see too many people going for the one style. Mm. But who's to say in ten years' time that's not going to be the style? Mm. It's like at the moment it's like watercolor tattoos. Like people can only do watercolor tattoos, or people can only do traditional or black and grey or Japanese. But if you like, I look at people like Gary who can do everything, mm. and that's the kind of tattoos I want to be. Mm. I don't want to just pigeonhole myself into one style because who knows in ten years, not even that, five years' time. That's not gonna be cool anymore. It's gonna evolve. Yeah. And then it's like it's like with haircuts. People who only do skin fades are gonna struggle when they no one finds that cool anymore. Because mm. not gonna lie, they're starting to go out even now. You get perms now. Perms are coming back in a big way. Yeah. I, know, I agree. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely agree. One of the kids. Perms my, are coming back. One yeah. of the kids in my football team. I want Malt to come back. Yeah. <laughs> Malt on the way back too. Yeah. My old man had the powerful mullet. I'm pretty sure we got a full. Uh, Australia. Before. Australia has the best mullets in the world. They've never let the mullet go. No. Yeah. What was that? Was that? Wasn't that Minnesota hockey team that we put? Minnesota up? hockey here. Hockey yeah. flow. Hockey oh, flow. Yeah. That was amazing. Um, <laughs> cool. I, I don't know what else. See, I mean, like, say, um, buzzing for you. Hopefully, I'll be able to get in the chair and Hopefully. get a tattoo off you. That'd be cool. Because they look fucking dos. Like I've, I've seen your stuff. So we'll share some of your stuff on the on the page if you want us to. Thanks, just, bro. Yeah, happy to man. Because like I say the, the shit that you've been putting up. Because I've seen you drawing for ages. Mm. Like I say, I've followed you for, since you worked in Badlands, and like I've always seen you every now and again. You would chuck up a like not a doodle. I don't mean to disparage. No, it was a fucking doodle. You, that, but, is, <laughs> but a doodle to you is a completely <coughs> different to a doodle to me. A doodle to me is drawing a dick on a page yeah, on a conference call. Do you know what I mean? Whereas a doodle to you is a fucking really nice drawing. Yeah, it was just something to do when I was bored, man. Not gonna lie. But no, I, can, I just enjoy it. I, I, I mean, I remember when my son was in labor and I actually started drawing because there was nothing else to do. Mm. Apart from like, I couldn't, I didn't want to go to sleep or I didn't want to, every time, every half an hour, or not even half an hour. It was like every six minutes I'd tell my girlfriend to, to press the buzzer to get painkillers. So I was like, I'll just fucking draw. Mm. And I, man, I managed to make this giant sheet up. Um, of drawings for my boy that I just drew all that night. Did you keep it? Yeah, it's on my wall in my flat. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. So he's going to get tattoos. Oh, how, well, how old is he? He's, he'll be three next month. How does he, does he talk about your tattoos? Yeah. Every time I get a new one, he tries to scratch it off. <laughs> it's not nice. When I got licks, my, licks his thumb and tries yeah, to rub it off. When I got my eyelids done, he just stood it and stared at me and I was like, what's that? <laughs> I was like, oh shit, you've seen that. And I could see him like getting his thumb ready to like scratch it off. And yeah, I was like, don't, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Do it. Like, ah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's done it so much. So much. <laughs> oh, see, man, it's cute as fuck. They like, say the, the, the shit you put up with your boy, you and him seem to be like close as fuck. And it looks cool, yeah. man. Like, it's, it's nice. It's been, t- it's been hard. Uh, I'm only seeing him twice a week. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's getting better. Mm-hmm. My ex has seen, seen eye to eye a lot more now, which is good because we never used to. Mm. That's tough now. Like me and me can probably relate to that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. But it is nice when things, especially for the kids' sake. So, yeah, that's a lot, that's exactly what it is. Good yeah. stuff, man. Well, buzzing. Thanks, man. I'm looking forward to seeing your tattoo work. Thanks, Shout man. to Brandon for hitting the balls. And, and, yeah. and Andy, Andy's coming. And Andy as well. As well. Yeah, yeah. Shout yeah. to them two boys. Them boys. Them boys. You them boys. I'm number ones. <laughs> do you want to shout out your Instagram and stuff now? We'll do it at the end of the show. But shout out your Instagram. Got some potential clients lined up. Hopefully, El Gordo Vaquero. Yeah. Where did that come from, by the way? <laughs> um, 
I've always liked Spanish because like the people in front of all the all the guys they're all Spanish. So it's like I've always loved that that culture. They're all like Spanish gypsies, so mm. the best guys. Um, uh, yeah, uh, the fat—it means the fat cowboy. Nice. <laughs> 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 Which is a—it's it, kind of like a nickname now, but uh, it was really funny how that came about. Some guy tried to use it as an insult, and I loved it so much I kept it. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, that's a really good name." Like, shit, I can't use that one anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind of, we should. That's what we should do. We should try and find out. We should all come up with a. Nicknames in Spanish for the Patreon. Oh, it's the best. Oh, yeah. I, there's a, a comedian, I like a guy called Brian Callan, does a fight on the kid podcast. And one of his bits is he, was, he wants people to give him a Spanish nickname. Like the mm. butterfly is El Gato. It just sounds so much better in Spanish. It does. El Gordo Vaquero also. Uh, second up in the your old wheelhouse da, there. Your old for... in Spanish. What is that? El Padre. That's me. After if it was old in Spanish, right? Wait, this is Patreon shit. <laughs> well, thanks for chatting shit with us. If you're happy to, we'll probably get into some more of our regular features and talk some shit. Absolutely. I'll do my best. That. Nice. Good stuff. What do you want to do, Michael? I don't know. Let's look at the board. Let's look at the board. We should take a picture of the board. What's that that's written on the board that says train safety ads? Is that meant to say safety? But oh, it's missing yeah. an E. Oh, no. I, I, spelled it wrong. I knew I was going to spell something wrong. I knew it was going to be something stupid. Right? <laughs> no, safety. Train, sa- train <laughs> safety ads. I spotted about 20 minutes ago. It's been dead in my head. <laughs> Is that why you're so quiet? <laughs> just going to put an E in that. It's been driving me mental, man. I'll rub it out because I was going to put this on Facebook. I don't want people thinking I'm an asshole. <laughs> it's been called out already. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Michael. Yeah, yeah so, so what, uh, what, what's the train, train safety? safety ads? It's just, uh, I heard, something stupid. I heard, uh, I was to a podcast today, and all of them are starting with, like, these train safety ads about, like, there's, like, 270 people got killed going over train crossings in the, in the last year. And it's kind of like... so grim. Yeah, but it's like, 270 people in the grand scheme of things isn't a large amount of people. It is for that type of, you know, getting killed on a train crossing, yeah. Don't you think we could invest that money into something else to, to kind of prevent people from dying in a certain way? Yeah. I'm sure more people drown in America than... See, in, like, some countries, they don't fuck about it. I think it's, like, in Germany, they basically shut the track for half an hour, get the jet washers out, scoop yeah. the bits of human off it, and That's the trains are running right, again. Yeah, I can see you looking Japan. at it. Japan's like that. Well, did Japan has, like, glass was sheets where you can't go over it until the door's open from the train. Was there not a thing in Japan where they'd sent out an apology because a train left 20 seconds early? Oh, so they punctual sent, people they, they are. Yeah, they, they sent out an apology because it was unacceptable. Have you seen the videos of, of the Japanese people? Oh, getting they're the, fucking the terrifying. They pack in there. Yeah. That, like, I, I get claustrophobic. I'm not, I'm not claustrophobic. That gives me the fear. It <laughs> does, man. Like I, I, like Because Matt and that were talking about it uh, when they were on about China and no one queues for anything. That fucked me up. They don't. It's literally just you fight for position. Like if you're waiting to get train tickets, you just have to get to the fucking See, front. This is yeah, why I enjoy that. You would love, <laughs> I love that. Andy yeah, Matt would thrive. I'd be like... so. It, it's the big I'm, nipper at the already as well. I I'd be all right now, as long as Andy was there. I'd be fine. <laughs> I'm too nice. I'd like to think I'm too nice for it. Despite my parents, I think people just walk away from me. So it's like it works out well. I'm like, <laughs> no, you go first. You go first. And the next thing I know, it's like two thousand people. I'm like, I'm not on the train yet. So you saying that people like they're, they're spending all this money on try to get people to act safely around? Yeah, around train crossing. It's, it's probably like the, tra- the you know the train crossing safety guides I, for America and it's kind of like I well, don't know why how, are you spending so much money know, on these ads I don't know how clear they can make it the barriers come down mm. the Stay lights away. and the bells start ringing I and then have you ever been stood next to a train crossing when like a, like a full pelt one goes past yeah that's fucking, fucking ground mental. shakes yeah. I think the, the difference is you find maybe more people in the states are quicker to jump it because of the length of some of the trains particularly some of those freight trains so if you don't get your 4x4 through there <laughs> you could be sitting there mm. for 
five minutes as some of these trains are like a mile and a half long. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest with you, I'll wait. Yeah. I'll wait rather than fucking risk it, to be quite honest with you. I'm always late regardless, so there's no point in me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, was, there was one thing I seen is that what we should just do is take the warning signs off of things and let nature take care of itself. It's na- yeah, it's natural selection, isn't it? You know what I mean? like, that's why there's so many stupid people about now, because we've got warning signs and everything. <laughs> do not lick this battery. All right. <laughs> but I want it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we talked about licking batteries like a couple of times in this show. Probably. Um, played some mini golf yesterday. Have you ever been up to a mini golf there? Up in Noah's Ark? Yeah, Noah's Ark. You on another school trip? No, well, no. I was with my kids. Mission. <laughs> yeah. 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 Scouting out before he goes next week. <laughs> no. Getting a lead of land, right? That one rolls to the left. <laughs> I know you're game, mate. Licking my finger, putting it up in the air. He's like... just prepping for this monkey sword fight golf. The he's going to school us. He's going to show up and just be putting 24s. The wind's blowing left to right. Um, it was good. It was a lot of fun. I went in there and you know we got all the stuff. It was a lot cheaper than I thought it was going to be. The one in Noah's Ark is good because it's not like a putting like putting play like you get at like M and D's or somewhere like that. It's basically just some slightly more imaginative puttings. Yes. So it's not like a super fun one. It's meant to be. I think it's probably a way for them to just get a wee bit of extra income. What's the theme? Oh, pro- there is no, no theme. theme. The theme is dank. <laughs> the theme is golf. <laughs> <laughs> the theme is that there are nine doors. Nine holes technically indoors, and the other nine is outdoors. Indoors, yeah. yeah. yeah under a canopy. <laughs> a nice mix. It was freezing over there, but once you got into the sun, it was nice it's and warm. It's quality up there. Like I used to, like every now and again, I like going up to the driving range. Like, can if you're in a shitty day and it's a nice day, yeah, get half an hour just up I've there. Never and, done it. Oh, it's good I've grammar. always wanted to. Even if you're it's shit, fun. it's like it's a good way to de-stress. Is just rattling some balls. Well, hey, hey. it's a great, honestly, it's a great way to switch off. Just take your mind off of whatever you've got, whatever pressure you've got, and just go up there and just fucking clear your mind for. Come on, this as well because if you're actually because I, I well, when I was playing a bit of golf in the summer, I went up, and after ten minutes, I wasn't thinking about what would piss me off. I was thinking about right, how can I improve this? Yeah, do you know what I mean? So you actually end up thinking about the swing rather than anything else. And then by the time you come out, you're like, fuck, I feel good. Yeah, we ended up going to the back and uh, going to the driving range as well. Was so it, did you save that boomerang of your daughter <laughs> m- missing the ball and knocking the tee from under yeah. it and the ball just dropping exactly <laughs> where it came? Oh, it was like motion. a Charlie Brown's cartoon. Cr- I was that, like, that's actually harder to do than hit the ball. You got that on the boomerang and I, I messaged, I was just like, that's fucking fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, we, first of all, we play a mini golf, get the, cl- get the balls, get the clubs, and we go walk around the corner, hole one, there's a fucking dead bird right there. Like right there. <laughs> Like wow. disemboweled, like guts hanging out, head missing, everything. What's the theme? So I was like, all right, I was like, all right, hold two. Let's go to hold two. My daughter's traumatized now, so I go back inside because they, they keep. Then secretly you're thinking, I'm a fucking smoke these fools. <laughs> I know, right? Well, I was like, oh, I got them now, <laughs> little bitches. So I was like, so I, I was like, you know what? They keep looking at it. I was like, I don't want them fucking tossing and turning tonight. So I was like, I went inside, told the kid. <laughs> it must have been like 16 or 17 behind the counter. <laughs> I was like, look, there's a bird out there. I was like, my daughter's a little creeped out. Nipped it, Andy, by the way. I nipped the fuck out of that. Nipping it would have just been picking it up yourself. Eating it. Excuse me, sir. Like, be like, I'm not going to bother you, but there's a bug. really, really sorry. Be like Ozzy Osbourne to eat the rest of it and really scare my daughter. like, ah! That would have been brilliant, man. Y'all think you can make it? So he came out with a shovel, right? Came out with a shovel, and he, he took it somewhere. I think he just took it behind the place and just chucked it. But he put it in your car or something like that. So, fucking dick. So we go, and we get to... We get to the fourth hole and we hear like a thud. Another bird falls off the roof onto the hole, 
What? One again. Is one of your... I was like, what the fuck's going on here? Is one of your it's daughters horror. like the Antichrist? That's like something <laughs> yeah. you see in horror films. There's just bugs flying in this shit. <laughs> Maybe she is, actually, yeah. And then we see like this little, it looked like a little blue jay. It, was, it had like blue on its wings, white, and it had like, like a black like black shoulder swallow. area. Maybe a swallow. And it was like pecking at it. And then it was pecking at what? something in the gutter. And it was like dragging them around. I was like, is this bird like killing Bur- these birds? birds and throwing them down? That's that's how zombie films start. Can like yeah. one infected animal infects another infected animal, and then the, the, the bird will nip you, and then you're patient zero. And then, <gasps> oh, it's like, well, it's like that. Uh, Break that down. Was that kids film? <laughs> what was that? There was that kids movie. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not a kids movie. It's um, Cooties. You ever seen that? No, no. It's one of, of the funniest <laughs> zombie films ever. It's just like it's it's kids zombies. <laughs> Could you just Wait, take it's it's in high school. It's, 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 I've, have seen this. Yeah, isn't Elijah so Wood not in that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen it. It's fucking, such a good it's fucking, movie. We, me and uh, me and Chuff watched it just like randomly. It came up on like Amazon Prime or something, and it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, Cooties is called Cooties. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that would be. Yeah, it's so kids. funny. <laughs> it's so funny. There's like the guy who's like Sorry, in wait everything. Mama, pass his phone. Should I uh, answer? Yes, on speaker. Hopefully, nothing bad's happened. Hi, mom. Hi, sweetheart. How you doing? I'm fine. You're on the show. We're recording. What show? <laughs> what do you mean, what show? <laughs> Andy's angry. Why? Well, I was telling him that Stevie Mac might be coming to the show on Sunday and he's worried that he might become your new favourite instead of Andy. Oh, well, I'll have to see you, won't we? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Don't do this to me, Mama Pats. Don't do this to me. <laughs> I'll let you go, I'll get your phone back afterwards. Okay, then I was. Aye, okay, we're away to watch um, Game of Thrones. Oh, right. Oh, that's a good end. No spoilers. Give, give me a phone afterwards, then, all right? Right, will do. Okay. Right, love, bye, you, guys. love you, Mum. Bye. bye. Love you. Love you. Bye, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> bye, Mum. Bye, sweetheart. Bye. bye. That was nice. That was nice. My mum would ring me all the time. I wish my mom loved me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so anyway, we go back to all these dead birds. Yeah, so the, another one falls on hole one, and I'm like, this is fucking creepy. And now my daughter's starting to freak out now. So I went in there and told the kid, I was like, another bird just died out there. And he was like, another bird! And I was like, yeah. So he went and got the shovel, me. throws it in the bin, <laughs> then the blue jay jumps up on the bin and is going in there. He's jumping in and out of it, like pecking at it, jumps up on the lid. A crow comes across and chases him away now. Oh, shit. It's like fucking... You ever seen the movie Birds? It's the apocalypse. It was crazy. That is, that's how horror movies start. That's that's what happens. Is like Don't crazy animals. I get obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with zombie for movies. Really? Zombie. Yeah, yeah. What's I your do. zombie plan? Do you have one? Up north. Up north. It's cold. Yeah, yeah man. Oh, yeah, don't fuck with you up there. Now. Cool. No. We this is just all about after. So me and Chuff were away for the weekend. We're out in the countryside, and we sort of we realized how many like horror movie tropes we were betraying. So we were at a cabin in the middle of nowhere. Oh. And like, it was a noise outside, like, and it was dark. so in the country. It's dark. Like when the lights are off, yeah, you cannot see out. fucking no, anything. So, I heard this noise outside. So I obviously went up to the window. I was like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Mm, I and that. then uh, we went walking up this random art installation called the Chronic Multiverse, which is shit, by the way. Can I just say? It sounds amazing. It was crap. It really uh, was. It the was the like Chronic Multiverse. Yeah. Chronic Multiverse. Chronic Multiverse is what it was. It was this weird art installation in an old quarry that was meant to be like solar systems and shit, but it just it seemed really desolate. Mm-hmm. And like all the hills were just gravel that had quite clearly just been like pushed up um, together. So that seemed really trippy. Like we're in the middle of it, it looked kind of like um, Wicker Man type shit. And then the last one, we went up to this place called One Lockhead, which is the highest village in Scotland. It's an old mining village. Oh, mm-hmm. God. And like, 
it was like, like there's all these ruins and shit. I put photos off my Instagram, like these like desolate looking buildings. And we thought it was like an old factory, but no, it was just like a burnt out building. So we walked past this, walked through the tiny village to get back to the car. And this pissing down grey day, I seen one person like close their curtains. Oh no. And I was just like, let's get the fuck out of here before <laughs> we get raped. Like, I'm that? not being funny. This is going, hills have I, Scott. Like, yeah. like, and we walked up because you like you could have went on a tour of one of the lead mines. And as we walked up, I was like, "What the fuck are we doing? Let's like, get the fuck out of here." Why would we do here. that? Like, yeah. Why am I paying twelve quid to go down a mine? <laughs> You're not from around here, boy. Exactly. <laughs> but that's what it was. We were just ticking off all these things not to do. We're walking out. We walked around a fucking graveyard. Oh no, oh, dude. Fucked up. Still, you were at a loss for things to do there. <laughs> well, to be fair, the graveyard was. We went there, and just before we went, there was a place called Sankar. Actually, shout out to Sunnyside Lodges, which is a place we stayed. It was fucking amazing. Yeah, it looked nice. Um, but we found that just before we went, Megan's granny told us that she was actually. Crazy in the church in Sankar. Oh, really? So Megan's great-great-granny and granddad are buried in that cemetery. And we never knew any of this before we'd booked it. Mm. So we had a wander around to see if we could find where they were where they were laid to rest. But it was just a nice wee moment. Oh, that's cool. But uh, yeah, shout out to Sankar. Uh, but aye, yeah, horror movie tropes. We've fucking done them all. Still here, baby. Damn right. Can't fuck with me. Saying that, most of the ones didn't have like a hot tub, which was nice. Yeah, hot, hot tub. Time machine. Good. Oh, I can't do anything. I've decided now as so I can't do anything without a hot tub. <laughs> Is that it like, now? Everything's life's over. Everything's like it's like you get spoiled with it. We'd wake up in the morning. So what do you want to do? Hot tub. Sit in the hot tub. Start the day off in the hot. And tub. then it was like pushing down with rain at night. So like we're sitting in the hot tub. I had a cover over it. Ah, speakers in the hot tub. Set up the iPad on a table. Chucked on a film. Tan some gin. Lovely. I was raw. I remember I get really baked and sit in a hot tub. See what that was like. It's meant to like like increase it as well because everyone told me like because we were drinking. I said careful how much you drink because the heat apparently gets you drunker. Oh wow! I'm saying that I didn't notice that the first night. We tanned like half a bottle of gin and I felt pretty fucking buzzed. Like more buzzed than I thought I would have done. You're just floating there, aren't you? Essentially. Oh, it's beautiful. Half a bottle of gin is a lot though. No, yeah. oh, enough for a big pop of pump over here. No, there like, you go. Between two of us. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you said on your own. No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, later, yes. <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> yes. I drink all of it. <laughs> so, can we go back to your bird murder? Yeah. So after <laughs> after the the second corpse was uh, was picked up, uh, my youngest daughter Sienna proceeded to kick our asses uh, in in mini golf. Dominated us. She beat me by like uh, five strokes. <sighs> Small yeah. people with small clubs, that's what it is. Yeah. But it was funny because she was just, she was like just knocking a man and then like just like walking away, looking at stuff. And me, I'm sweating them. I'm like, fuck, I, I got to knock like, these in. Too casual. Like, <laughs> too casual. Hudding the, cute, hudding this, the, the club lining up, just like that, <laughs> lean slightly to the left. When, yeah, I, when I play there, I go straight to the boot of the car and get my 200 quid putter out. And that's what <laughs> I fucking play with now. I play with the Odyssey putter. Nobody else has got this fucking plastic thing. Like, like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, she paid two hundred quid for that part, mate. Getting used to this boy. Yeah, then we then we went into we got, I think you get like fifty balls for like it's like four pounds or something like that. And so there was there was a dad, there was a guy there with his son, like, and they looked like they were dressed apart, like they were there to like knock balls out of there. And the guy was like, "Oh, that's my boy." At one point, when we walked in, and he was just like just crushing them. And then me and my daughters come in next in like the stall next to them, and we're fucking laughing around. There's tees flying out into the fucking that onto is the green. The worst. Thing and they, they packed it. up and got the fuck out. They were like, nah, we're not hanging next to this yeah, riffraff. Try, when you're trying to practice and you've got kids screaming and tees flying and balls getting battered off the wooden bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, you I see that. that. <clears throat> doosh, doosh. And Another it one. sounds like the, the noise. I don't know what the wood they've got in the, and like to separate the bits out, but it sounds fucking bang. Yeah. The worst thing, do you know the worst thing about going to the driving range is like, obviously, I go there a lot. So I'm working on my game, so I'm working on something. But the worst thing in a driving bay is a wasp. 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah, they're always because there. Fuck wasps. W- what's the first thing you're you doing? Swing you're at swinging it. a club. <laughs> so oh, if you don't shit. even know that that geezer's floating about behind you and you're swatting him and you don't know he's there, suddenly before you know it, you've got one buzzing about. He's getting a bit angry. I fucking hate always wasps. take a towel in with you. Why? Like a little towel. Just don't wipe it. That way, if it flies past your head, you can whap it to the deck and then stamp on it. Mm. That's a trick. Or try and bat them to the deck. It's talking about. It's the worst thing. One starts flying about you like that, trying to fucking. You can't think about anything else. No, that you little can't. fucking flying about. I want, to, I want to shout out to the, the Perthshire uh, Beekeeping Association just off topic quickly. Ah, the PBA. On the bees. Uh, well, fucking. Well, uh, I was having a fag the other night and I seen there was these two bees just cutting about the top of my, my, my back door. Mm hmm. And I was like, that's a bit weird. And then next night, exact same. And then I looked up and they were going in behind the light just above my door. And I remember seeing something on Twitter that it's swarming season. So it's just as they're coming into the warmer months, the hive sort of breaks up until they can find like an adequate place for the hive. Yeah. And then they all join back up. Mm -hmm. But I was, I didn't want a hive cutting about at my fucking house. We don't want your kind around here, bees. I was, I was, but I didn't want, obviously, I know how important bees are to the, the ecosystem. So I was like, right, yeah. I think I want to do So I googled Perthshire bees and got this email straight back for this guy, like, <laughs> waiting for it, right? Just, yeah, he's sitting there, like, this guy was social because he was just like, hi, got your email, where are you? <laughs> Whoa, I was just like, age, location. I was like, all right, Dave, let's just wind it back a bit. Yeah. <laughs> but then, uh, so he was really helpful. I was like, look, I've seen a couple of bees. Don't want to like cause any hassle. Like, if, if there's going to be loads of them, I'd rather I've got a small kid. I know bees aren't likely to attack, but if my back door is right below where their hive is, they might think they're in danger. Mm. And it's the only door we use. So, mm. any chance you can help me out? And he's like, eh, oh, don't worry about it. They might just be minor bees, these things. Or was it mason bees they're called? Yeah. So, they're like hardly ever sting. They're just like worker bees, basically. Because they should go in a couple of days. It'll be fine. Another person's like, because ah, I'd put. The title. I didn't know what to put in the subject. Heather. I bet the guy was raging. Hey, you've got two, just two bees sliding at your door, and you've got this guy out on the phone. <laughs> he's come all that way. He looks at no, he never did. This was over email. This was over email. He's like, we're just going back and forth. He was really good, but I'd obviously, it obviously went out to everyone on the distribution list, and like I'd, my subject header was possible swarm because I didn't know what else to put. Oh, for fuck's sake, George! It's so <laughs> over dramatic. No, the beekeepers, that's, aren't that's, they? that's why he said, like, "Where the fuck are you?" Because he's like, yeah. "Killer bees." But that's what I'm saying. I was like, "Look, I don't have you know if it's if it's anything. I've noticed a couple. I don't want loads to come about my door." But the next person's like, "Hi, Jordan. Just got your email. I highly doubt it's the swarm." I was like, "Look, mate, I've got better things today. I'm not a beekeeper. <laughs> I don't know the fucking lingo. Can you help me? I know." I was like, "Came hey, what, Dave?" The weird cunt who wanted to come in to be my pal, he was much more helpful than you, Susan, so you can fuck off. But, they're, uh, they're a tough tough bunch to crack the PBA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good, yeah, good squad of boys. So, They're a good squad of boys once you get to know them. Eh? Like, you find a good hive, they're, they're mates for life, man. Like, honestly. Can't be calling them out for two bees at your door, mate. Well, that's not, I didn't want guy comes through his net and all his stuff is, on. I, I'd read, I'd he grabs it with his finger like, all right, I'm getting out of here. I'd read the article about swarm season and basically can start off with a couple but within a few days you can have fucking rakes if they decide that's uh, a decent place to have a, a hive yeah, they can right. escalate pretty fucking quickly it's a good neighbourhood schools are nice it was like a thing on Twitter saying like try not to disturb them if you see a hive and it's not like interrupting your day to day life just leave it the fuck alone Yeah. but I was like I'm not in a fucking massive beehive cutting about my back door nah. it's just at that moment you know when you, you go and you google it and then you start to panic it's like self diagnosing what did I do with a couple of bees oh I have cancer fuck <laughs> yeah. where did I get that you're gonna die in five minutes oh fuck yeah. I, I had well, a wasp nest in my, in my old house and that was the fucking worst did you get that yourself no I, um, <laughs> I lived four flights up and it was like outside the window on the slant Yeah. and you could see it my girlfriend pointed out and there's like a big lump in the roof 
went to my landlord and they were like, ah, they're going to die soon. <laughs> like, I in three months. Yeah. Like, me, me or them? <laughs> yeah, it was like, this was inside my flat, like, go, sneaking through the window somehow. And it's like, they were like, ah, it's fine. They're little bastards, what? Say, like, they're just. And landlords. That's my worst nightmare yeah. to be like, walk into a room, say, like a room like this, and the door just like. <laughs> closes behind me and there's a wasp bike there just hanging in, like a saw game uh, that would be like my fucking worst nightmare I, I remember listening I think on worst the, nightmare I the, keep thinking of fucking flies wasp now. I was me listening too. to the Johnny Vaughan podcast and some guy had like yeah this old Victorian house and they had this massive wasp nest in it and like the way the house was built and the way the nest went in no one could touch it so they just boarded the fuck out of the roof yeah. Just shut it down. Might as well. And I would then just what, they, the place what they down. did to get out of it is with the some exterminator eventually got in touch with them and they vacuumed all the wasps out. They just stuck like an, I industri- see that an industrial vacuum into the room and just like off uh, Walsh and Gromit with the bunnies. <laughs> but with wasps. <laughs> I got I stood on like a wasp in Spain once and like right in the bottom of my foot and like I hit the deck. Oh, like the yeah, pain was just like fucking instant. And like I looked at it because it was deed on the floor, but like I fucking thing like my bottom of my foot was like in agony it's for like about two hours Lego pieces <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. little bastards nature's bastard. I read it's an scary. article last year they do they do perform some tasks that are kind of vital to the ecosystem but yes. as much as bees the reputation definitely like precedes them I, this is mere Facebook science there was an article last year because it was obviously so sunny and rakes of folk from in beer gardens and folk were getting right into their dark fruits Apparently there was a, a string of drunken wasps. Oh, what? And they just like they would fly into like a kind of the dregs of a pint of strongbow or and, uh, the sugar and that, and they would fucking drink it. Well, and then they would just be flying about stinging folk because these wasps were fucking steaming. That, that's <laughs> why they get angry at that time of year. It's because they're, they're feeding on a <laughs> lot <Castle> of <laughs> fermented Tonic. sugars and things like that, which essentially is alcohol once uh, it ferments. So that's why they're flying about because they're half cut all the time. Mm. Little bastards. Yeah. I'm sure Ali Cook will have some feedback for yes, us once he hears no, that. Ali, I've still got no Wi-Fi in here, bro, so I can't fact check. He's that, uh, he's that wasp blade. You'll pull me up for, for long. So. Uh, <laughs> one, uh, one more thing, and then we'll get into uh, sports, of course. Uh, and then what are we watching to and listening to? Oh, what up, bro? No, as well. we got a bunch of stuff to do, so we'll move on quickly. Sorry. Well, we better roll through this shit. Uh, We've been rolling yeah. on. So let's talk about... Have you ever ordered anything that was delivered by Yodel? Yes. Yes, you have, right? Well, know. I've ordered things and there has been deliveries. So yeah. do you have, um, uh, you know how they have like that, it's like an app or like a web page, a web app where you can follow where the driver is. And yeah. It's like you have 60 stops until he comes and drops you off. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, so that's cool. Right. So we were kind of planning our day on Saturday around this. So we went and walked the dogs and we had like 38 stops left. He was no place close to Medvin. Mm. So we were like, let's just go into town. I had, I had to meet Billy. I actually drop off my football helmet. Mm. Um, and then we were, we were going to get some food and then we we're going to fuck back off to Medvin. So then we were kind of driving down over by, what's that uh, that gym over there? The Body Academy? Body Academy, yeah. Yeah, we were driving down by there and we kind of like hit him at the offset, like the intersection. It was a Yodel van. So I was like, yo, check the app, check the app and let's see if it's, if it's him. Running down. We ran up on him. We nipped that shit. <laughs> Andy, I'm nipping, bro. I thought you'd be more excited. That's, <laughs> I, I, I read this awesome. in the notes, and I was like, that's fucking impressive. So is is that creepy? The guy was a little, it was a little off-putting, and Connie was like, you kind of ran up on him a little aggressive. <laughs> I was like, like... I see you, I've got images of Mike just like... <laughs> stopping his car in front of him on the drugs. Yo, what's up? You got my shoes? <laughs> <laughs> got my fucking parcel. 
Let me get those shoes. Let me get that package over there too. No, but is that is that bad? Should you just wait for him to deliver it? Or it was a fantastic tactical move. You seized the opportunity. You Jeez struck it. like a cobra. Like I am <laughs> ever so proud of you. A black mamba, some may say. I read it and I was just thinking, that's fucking genius. Yeah. it was funny because Connie was like, uh, she pulled over. She was like, oh, I can't get out here. So can you go do it? Because she just didn't want to get out. Yeah. She's like a fucking mouse, you know. So I was like, yeah, I'll I go do it. That one, did you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was fine. You fucking get in the car. I was like, I'm the man. I'll go do it care of it so i went and i walked back there and i was like i was like i have a package i think you're you know you have like i didn't even ask for id or anything he was like what's the address and i told him the address he's like oh yeah i was like you can go get it and i was like oh all right you can just guess <laughs> yeah so he gave it to me and then as i'm walking back i look in the car and connie's like laughing her ass off she's like i can't believe you just did that and i was like thank andy <laughs> <laughs> but thank me first <laughs> <laughs> So w- would you would you do that? Would you run up on the yodel man to go get your stuff? Well, yeah, we had, we had, we had something similar. Like Megan was getting something delivered to her work, and like it said, went on the app. Like we waited for like ten minutes after she finished, mm-hmm. and it said the guy like hers was the next stop, and we checked it, and the guy was like parked like two streets over. Yeah, and we went and got him, and it turns out he just got lost. But then the awkward bit was that he had to walk us back to our work because his, on his little handheld thing, mm-hmm. he had to be in a certain distance of the address so we could check it off to say that he'd actually visited. Oh. So that was like sort of like walking down with this random delivery guy. That was, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I've got to say, man, I was super impressed when I read you did that. All right, yeah, I'm good. Pick up, Michael. Glad to help you guys. sometimes they can be assholes, let's be honest. Like yeah. the only guys that there's some people out there. He just want to fucking be there. I expected him to be an asshole, yeah. You know what I said? You think they're spreading so much joy. Yeah, but delivering stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we well, remember in Glasgow when we were waiting for like baby furniture, like the like cock. Mm. Yeah, we were waiting for it. And I, I remember going home like after the end of the day and it was just lying at the front door. Mm. Yeah. Like not even hidden. Oh, like, at the yeah. front door. And I yeah. was like, anyone could have fucking taken that. That's like 250 quid, 500 quid. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's off. Ah, it's because I'm vegan. <laughs> he thinks you're friends. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I had. Uh, <laughs> A story. I'm safe here. We're, we're fighting a fly here. Uh, I had a story about that a couple of weeks ago where I had uh, some beer delivered and he just left it right in the front door, right in the, yeah. right in the busy street. He's like, oh, thanks a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. You see all the time in like America was like people just stealing shit from, from doorways. Yeah, all the time. Like, yeah. I love it, those pranks where people like do that on purpose and they put like glitter bombs. <laughs> and <laughs> just explode. Yeah, it's like there's a video going around of some guy who did it at Christmas last year or something. And he just puts like this big glitter bomb with like video cameras on it and just films people like taking it from the house to that cause and it has the tracking device and everything so he knows about exactly where to pick it up just to put it back yeah and say oh yeah it's like this guy's like in his car opens up thing he's got like I don't know like an iPad yeah. just glare all over his car <laughs> and I was like you fucking deserve that yeah. hell yeah like, clean that so shit up now yeah uh, you, you can't be annoyed at it really you'd be like ah oh, well I'm a dick so you know <laughs> well, let's fucking do it Mike <sighs> okay we're going there first let's Wait. do it that sports will, you, sports <laughs> uh, let's get ready to I just want to say, uh, with sports, though, it was funny because you put in mo- all of the stuff in there, basically, and you talk about two different football things, and then the la- third one is, I fucking love football, and the third one is Celtic Pish. <laughs> so uh, I was talking to Davey O, uh, 
Staunch. 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 Staunch Ranger supporter. Mr. Staunch. Is and he was like, you know, he's like, don't let any, I think he was probably hinting at you. He didn't say you directly, but he was like, don't let any Celtic supporters tell you that that game didn't mean anything because it fucking did. They all mean something. So what do you have to say for yourself we and pish. your team? We were absolutely pish. Don't like, give me that. Like, I want to see tears. No, but look, I was, I was fucking, I was raging yesterday. And he's right. Like, all old firm games mean something, but only to the supporters. In the grand scheme of things, it didn't mean much. But at the same time, oh, here you no, go. listen. Mm. We already listen, won. I'm trying to be objective. <laughs> to Rangers fans, that would have meant the world. Mm. Because for the last four years, and I've been bad for it, and I still will be. If we go on a run next year, I'll just be as obnoxious. However, I'm going to be even worse. I'm a, I'm a new Celtic fan. Oh yeah, but oh. The, the thing is, like, I was I was a Celtic fan in the nineties, so I know what it was like to win fucking nothing. So yeah, it looks <laughs> like you'll get you'll get a load of ra- you'll get a load of Celtic fans. You'll get the staunch Celtic fans on Twitter who are going to be like, ah, I didn't mean fuck all. And look, we've won the league, but at the same time, I would expect every Celtic player to know that an old firm still means something yes. to the fans. Bragging rights. Right, yeah, we're champions. Rangers haven't got any silverware. However, oh, throw it in there. Go ahead. Yeah. That's what I'm just staying far. Nothing I've said here is incorrect so far. <laughs> I think I've been fairly objective. Very good, Andy Mack. Go ahead. Objective ruin. Uh, as things go, <laughs> yeah, I'm right. trying. I'm so. Look, look I'll, I'll say this. I was saying this today as well because I've got a load of staunch boys sat behind me at work. <laughs> Rangers got their tactics to bang on. Mm-hmm. They choked Celtic out in the midfield. They stopped Scott Brown from playing. Whenever Celtic had the ball, like, there was no space on the pitch. Whenever Rangers had the ball, there was so much space. Celtic couldn't get a pass past the second man. Apart from maybe Johnny Hayes, none of the players looked up for it. The first goal was shocking defending. But the thing Did is, as well. Two minutes in? Yeah, even if it hadn't gone straight in for Tavernier's kick, the way that Celtic defended, one knock for any person on there, that's going in. The only chance we had on goal was Ollie Burke. If I see that man in a Celtic shirt ever again, <laughs> I'll kick him in his balls myself. Yeah, but he was meant to be the next big hope about three or four years ago for Scottish football. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's was, happened to him. He was, I've never seen a man disappear into a match more than him yesterday. He was a fucking embarrassment. They all were. Like I say, apart from Johnny Hayes. Rangers got to bang on. Next year's going to be interesting. Celtic's board need to step the fuck up and actually show why well, we are financially dominant over them. Mm. And the fact of the matter is, we've managed to get by without spending too much money the last few years, and that's managed to do it. However, Rangers have shown in the last well, the last two games, they're the only team that we've conceded goals to was in December and then January. That was the first time we'd conceded a goal since the game against them in December. Mm. They step up. The reason that Celtic won the league is they scored something like 22 goals in the last two minutes, so we would keep a, a level of consistency, whereas Rangers stepped up against Celtic. Which is fine. However, you win leagues by playing that way in every game. Yeah. And what I'm saying is next year is going to be very fucking interesting. Unless Celtic's board put their hand in their pockets and invest in the team, invest in a decent manager. And I'm not saying I'd be upset if Neil Lennon got the job. Yeah. Who's, he's, the other, who's the other choice? Uh, there's no one officially at the moment. But the thing is, it'd be... It'd be there's talks uh, about like, Jose Mourinho. He can but, fuck off. Yeah. I don't want, really? yeah. want him anywhere near my fucking club. If you speak to like, Celtic supporters, they but, fucking like, hate that. Uh, but I think we need to invest. And Celtic have coasted, and that's been fine financially, business-wise. Because Rangers tactically are doing well, and they're doing what Celtic have done for a lot of years. In the last few years, get boys on loan, get boys on the cheap who are going to be big things. If you look at the Champions League final... Virgil van Dijk and uh, Victor Wanyama and Andy Robertson, even though he'd never played for Celtic. Those two boys are big players for those teams and are now playing in the biggest stage in European football. Mm-hmm. 
Celtic need to actually put something in this. But I, I will say this: all credit to Rangers. They fucking deserve that one. There you go. All no right. excuses. I'm new to football and I love it. I'm not gonna lie. I've always been American football or. I've recently last couple of years hockey like American football has always been my thing hell yeah 49ers 49ers fortunately so you you in the 90s this all like this is me now <laughs> 49ers we won fuck all talking about being new at football then Mike's point was that he says he fucking loves football and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's about after those two games last week yes yeah uh, yeah, so I've, I've read that after those two games someone said on Twitter that those two games Sorry, I'm going to start over. Those two games were two of the best games I've ever seen in the space of like 10 days, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch either of them, but what what happened with those two games that made them so... So, Barcelona were 3-0 yeah. up from the first leg. Oh, okay, I heard about yeah. this one. Yeah, All so right. Barcelona... Wait, say, Barcelona are a team. Messi is out of this world. Mm. So, you take Messi out of that team, you've still got a really good team, but the thing is, Messi can change a game in his head. Yeah. Whatever team's got Messi usually has the upper hand, and everyone had written off Liverpool. Absolutely everyone. Because 3-0 down and then they were they were at Anfield, you know what I mean? So to be 3-0 down in the People first leg. Right already, yeah. yeah, that's that's pretty much in any other in ninety percent of games you'll see, if you've got that's a 3-0 3-0 lead in the first leg is a death sentence for the second leg. And then to go up against Barcelona and score four goals, that's unheard of. Yeah. And it's it's brilliant. Like, see, you don't have to be a Liverpool fan, let's like, say you just have to be a football fantasy. That's what people love about football. I mean, don't forget that Roma had beaten, had lost 4-1 in the quarterfinals to Barcelona last year, but then beat them 3-0 at home to put them out of the Champions yeah. League. So they've got, they've already got a history of poor form away from home. Mm-hmm. Um, what you're seeing there is probably a lot of players on their last legs, guys like Sergio Busquets. Mm-hmm. As I always said, I'd much rather Ronaldo in my team than Messi come the big game, come the biggest players. Not saying Messi hasn't done it in the biggest games mm-hmm. he has, but... Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Liverpool, Liverpool played really well in the first leg. Didn't deserve to lose the game 3-0. So that's why then playing at home, particularly at Anfield, in as big a game as that, because they played so well in the first leg, I think that's was I mean, always, that's, that's the difference always that, possible. That's the difference that Messi can give a team, though. Like you say, when I was on Twitter, I didn't watch the first leg, but people were going on about how good Liverpool were playing. Yeah. But Messi stepped up worldy free kick you know, like, you know what I mean so and then the Tottenham one as well which I've not got any affiliation with Tottenham don't really care but I watched the last five minutes of that game and they were I was stupid that was last like 10, 10 seconds yeah just pretty much the last kick of the game the boys scored a hat-trick to put them through wow yeah because it was the, the EX fans were like counting down weren't they that was, yeah. that was fucking that's true. get out of there things like that because I'm, I'm, I'm bad for it I don't watch a lot of football that doesn't involve Celtic because I've got no emotional stake in the game but every now and again you'll watch a game like that which for the neutral is you can't help but get wrapped up in I'm just trying to impress the in-laws on my football so I, mean, I was never in a football a couple of years ago until like the World Cup. Was it the World Cup last year? Yeah, well, this, that is, was... this is how new football oh, I am. Yeah. I have no idea. Fucking deal. Mike was sort of the same. Yeah, as well. I kind of toned down a little bit. But the, the, the big way. games yeah. can get. I can, you like I that. can tolerate it now. I bought a football shirt. I've never, I've never owned a football shirt before. I was given one. I was just, I'm getting right into it. I've noticed. <laughs> I love I'm it. Like, I'm so into it. What football shirt? Celtic shirt. Yeah. Yeah. It's I got a Rangers. Uh, yeah. Like, all of my clients are like, you fucking wear that. Work. I'm gonna have to wear it as a vest now. and just be like, just to piss people off. Uh, also, Dundee Football Club. I was just going to say, if you didn't say, I was just going to add that. I Dundee yeah. got relegated. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Dunyers go. <laughs> yes. Jim McIntyre at- and Jimmy Boyle have left the club with immediate re- effect. Oh well, that's a shame. I was hoping they were going to sign lifetime contracts. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> 
Who on to the it? next one, boys. Eh? How are United then? Uh, we finished second in the championship. That's so. the playoffs. So, yeah, the third and fourth place will play off. We'll play the winner of that. Over two legs should get through that game. Then we'll play uh, uh, St Mirren, I think, if uh, we get through the first two playoff games. So. It's all right. Money, money it's all Arabs. Right. It's, all right. Arabs. it's all rigged so that the SPL club stays it is, in there. It is, it is, I said that to you last year it's after heavily the heavily weighted in favour of the yeah. SPL, so Cause money we finished, Arabs. We finished third and it meant that to qualify, well, to get promoted again you had to win another six games at the back end of your league season hmm. whereas the hmm. SPL team only had to play the two two legs so see I don't understand all this yeah, I'm trying to get my head around like, yeah see, no. it comes with it because I'm still the same when it comes to like American football I'm not super knowledgeable like I, I can watch a game but like when it comes to like the fixtures and the draft and the fucking see, the draft I'm still learning I did the, I did like Fantasy football this year, and I, oh. I did it really badly. <laughs> really, do you want to play in a league this year? <laughs> this, this year, hopefully, I do a lot better and not trade off my fucking best player. Uh, two shit players, like the Giants. Oh, sorry, man. <sighs> Are you a Giants still fan? Yeah. Oh, it's still Jesus. Still Not enough sports. We'll be fired through. Uh, is it bra or not? So, we'll go on our list first of all. So, for those of you who have joined us, and maybe some as well, if you don't know Bra or not, we will read out some topics that have been sent in by us, sent in by our listeners, and we will decree whether they go in the Bra, Brawl of Fame, yeah. or straight in the Nobbin. The Nobbin. So, Bra or not, first one here. Loud exhausts on bikes or cars? Yeah, bikes, that... yes, cars, no. Oh, Bikes okay. understand, because it can save someone's life. Cars are just dickheads. Yeah. Oh, okay, I never thought of it that way. I assume if somebody's, if somebody's modified their car to be louder, they've got a tiny little dick. Mm, yeah. Okay, I've heard that. So that's a no from me. <laughs> Wasn't it obvious? Loud pipes save lives for the bikes. That's all I know. Hmm. Never really thought about it, but... Hmm. You, know, you never, like, in bed and hear... <laughs> <laughs> No, that's usually the sound, like, when I'm coughing or something. <laughs> 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 it's after too many yeah. schnouts. <laughs> um... Nah, I, there's no need for like the big ones. Can the folk sounds like you got a hole in your exhaust? Mm, yeah. See if it's see, like, I mm, see if it's like a car that's been looked at like a Mustang or something, like an old muscle car. And oh, that's, that looks good. The engine sounds like that because it's working. But if it's just some wee fanny who's souped up his like Renault Five, Ford Focus or something, uh, yeah, something yeah, yeah. yeah. no, yeah. so no meant to sound like that, and you can tell it's no meant to sound like that because it yeah. doesn't sound healthy. Whereas like if you hear a Mustang getting revved, you're like, oh yeah, beauty. Just like if you hear a Harley getting revved, I mean, it sounds healthy. Yeah. But like modified Vifanis and the Renault Fives can fuck off. That's yeah. no. I didn't yeah. know the thing about the uh, the the bikes. I never saw of it for like for a safety. It's just, I think it's just more. If you're in a car, you can't really see someone. That's true. But if you can hear them, yeah, you're looking. You're not. You're like, what the fuck's that? I agree. All yeah. right. So for bikes, cool. For uh, so for the purposes cars, of car, no. cars, no. Mm-hmm. Straight in the Nobin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? Cool. Yeah. <coughs> uh, I put this one in sliders. Yeah, 100%. You mean the little burgers? Yes. No, the little slippery things that folk are wearing. 100% like yes. These, ah. these have been oh, in yeah. before, I'm sure. Oh, oh yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, we'll skip on that one. I th- I think Either way, yes. 100%. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll go, yeah. No? No, I'm the same. I hate walking on barefoot. Yeah, well, see, I, hate I don't want to wear shoes. You know, like, this is, I should have phrased it better. Sliders in the house, cutting about the house. Yes. Aye, I'm talking about folk are like cutting about Tesco's. Mm. And oh, see, I don't want to see monkey toes. Yeah. No, nah, I can't do that. Nah, see, there we go. Right, cool. Uh, next one. Buying booze for underage kids. <laughs> yeah. Quick, quick story. 
Uh, <laughs> it was on a school trip. <laughs> <laughs> and my daughters wanted to get fucked up. So we got fucked up. No, Because um, I'm a good dad. I was, this is I was in New Zealand. And before I, before I went to New Zealand, like, um, like when I was probably from 16 to when I left for 20, 21, I was a you bad drunk. You were in New Zealand at 16? No, from the age of 16 oh, when okay. I was growing up until I moved, when, until I went to New Zealand at the age of 21. Uh, I was bad drunk. I got like violent and I got yelled and screamed. And I threw up on myself and everything, right? Good luck. So, but then I, <laughs> so then I was like, oh man, don't, this is going to come back to me because I pissed off a lot of people off and never got my head kicked in at all. So this is going to come back to me. Hasn't, didn't come back to me. And then I was in New Zealand and we walking into this, uh, this liquor store and there was some kids out front. And I knew they were going to ask me for booze. And they already smelled, they already stunk like booze. And I was like, oh, they, they don't need any more. They were already stumbling. And then um, the guy was like, oh, uh, oh, Davey Orange checking in. You know he's checking in today. <laughs> and then the kid was like, oh. Congratulations, Squire. He was like, hey, bro. That's, that's my New Zealand hey, bro. All right, bro. Can you, like some bu- can you buy us some booze, bro? That's and I was like. That's like your <laughs> <laughs> Shit, sorry. Uh, and I was like, no, no, no. And the guy was like, no. Nah. He just kind of grabbed me. He was like, no, nah, don't, don't buy anything for them. And apparently we were in a bad neighborhood. I don't fucking know. So we go in there. We go in and get our alcohol. And I turn around. And it was like four of them like follow us into the store. And I was like, oh, fuck. And, and so, so the guy is like, now they're like, kind of like holding the guy back from me, like not holding him back from me. They're holding him back because he's yelling at me like, why won't you fucking buy us something? I was like, I wish I had Andy there to tell me to nip, but I didn't. And I was like, look, man. I was like, I don't want any trouble. I'm just trying to get out of here. They're pretty big boys. I was going to say the big fucking and then, uh, Maori or whatever. They were big Maori boys, yeah, yes. Scary. So then we, I walked out and it was more like in the car too. And I was like, yo, let's get the fuck out of here before they break these bottles over my ass tonight. <laughs> but... Uh, Buying alcohol for kids, bro, no. Look, uh, see, if you if you had asked me when I was 15, I'd say, bro, yeah. like, I'm on to get steam and I need somebody to buy me booze. But there was always somebody who like got a full-on beard at the age of 14 who would just swan in <laughs> and I never buy them booze. Yeah. But like, like I, I wouldn't do it. Because no. there's no, no worker. Well, you get fucking jail time for that. Yeah. I mean, jail if, time. It, if it's for my kid, like, say if like, when Noah turns 18, like, not even turned 18, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go a few friends' house or something like that. I'm not going to turn around and go, don't you fucking do that. Because mm. I did it. Yeah. I could be a hypocrite, but rather, I wore out the no, he's safe. Yeah, I'd rather buy him a crate of beer rather than him sit yeah. and drink some eighty percent vodka that's yeah. whipped up. Than because dad's we've all done that. I mean, I've fucking sorry, mum, but I've been in fields in my fucking pants, steaming drunk. Oh. That's that's <laughs> just growing up in Newcastle. I always phoned my mum and dad at like four o'clock in the morning for leads because I got steaming and lost, and my mum and dad's all like, what "Fuck, do you want me to do about it?" Well, you, you remember it's like when we were growing up, and it's like your mum was thinking you're you're like a sleepover or something, but you're not. You're like. Alcohol poison in a fucking field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you could die in yeah. like hypothermia, but your mom's like, oh, she's, it's all nice wrapped When up. I think about the nick I've been in at fest, yeah, and shit like that, I'm like, came up. I'd like, my, I want my boy to have the experience, but at the same time, I'd want him to have a healthier respect. For yeah, the, we do it so they don't have to. Yeah, <laughs> is that the excuse for using that? We've survived. <laughs> yeah, I think they, they need to have that bad initial alcohol. You have to have yeah, that one where you, yeah. you get absolutely off your tits. You think, well, right, I'll probably not do that again. again for another couple of months. Start with Andy Mack. Do that next week. Andy Mack, bro, no. Uh, yeah, I say, bro, I'd be taxing them 20 fags and two cans at the bag <laughs> as well. Like that. Nay bother. Um, but tax. now, in my position. Yeah. Oh, yeah, can't do it. Unfortunately, yeah, that would be bad for me. So I have to say no, even though I would say, bro. No. <laughs> <laughs> right? no, no. Wink, wink, wink. No. no. That's a no from me. No. Uh, I'm going to say no, too. It kind of scares the shit out of me. Yeah. yeah. I've got this one here. Right, Primark. And there's a tangent for years, right? So... I was away last week and we might be doing a lot of walking in the countryside, so it was nice weather. I'm not going to be taking my Lacoste with me and getting them wrecked. Mm-hmm. So I went and bought myself a pair of these bad boys. Oh, 
pair of prezies. Oh wow! Oh, shoes. Oh wow! Those are nice. Yeah, man. Look, sixteen buck. All right. Sixteen buck. They've lasted spot. a week. Somebody called them up. Somebody called them prezies. Prezies. Primark prezies. So I fucking love them. They're comfy as balls, and I think they look smart too. Plus, I'm not no paying eight hundred quid for a pair of trainers that Kanye West has spunked at his brain. So, yeah. So just in general, Primark. Primark where? Depends. Okay. On. I mean, I don't know. Like, the jeans are so shit. Disagree. Stretchy denim ones. Uh, yeah. Got a pair of stretchy yeah. down there. They, they are like, I, I'm, I'm a thick set boy from the bottom. I'm a thick though. king. And like, okay. normal jeans literally just don't, they're so uncomfortable and so restrictive to my chunder thighs. Right? Thick boys. <laughs> I'm a wrangler though. Thick boys. We'll see, I see, I don't. See, I, I'm too cheap for that. But like, These, I'm not the stretchy lie, the denim jeans, jeans are comfy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's like wearing denim trackies. Yeah, I agree. All right, fair enough. It's more like you're not going to buy a full suit from that, are you? They no, have I, the option to. I have. Really? I wear a really? full Primark suit to my work. That blue one that I, I wear mean, for work. work, but not for a while. Oh, you're a full no. Primark supporter. Why are you putting this on here? Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> is how you, like, some folk get stick for it. Oh, I, yeah. I, 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 like a, I like a decent, like, usually a decent pair of trainers, but if I'm just wanting a pair of trainers for cutting a boot in. Yeah. No. If it's, I don't if see it's any for bad. ease. Do you know what I mean? An yeah. Adidas equivalent to these shoes is going to cost me 60, 70 quid. And I'm saying they look as good as a pair of Adidas, but if I'm just wanting them for wrecking... Let's be honest, though, they're on the same level as, you know, those old favourites like Gollas and High Techs. Oh, yeah. you know. But I think it's, it's different now. Like you might know, I don't know it'll be Walmart. It's not different like... now. <laughs> 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 Do you know what I mean? Like, like, cutting a boot, your mum bought you a pair of like, in jeans out of George or something when you were a bear. Or Walmart. Jody jeans, that's yeah. actually... They were rank as fuck. Whereas nowadays, the, the, the materials and the styles are a lot better than they used to be. No, I don't know if it's that, or I just think that there are certain groups of people that, hold on, I'm not going to say this. People just don't give a shit about their appearance and can get away with it. Yeah. So now people are kind of like, oh, well, he's wearing that, and he's just wearing it sloppily, so I can just wear this and look nice with it. Do you not think that the, the, the choice compared to like Primark 10 years ago is ridiculous? Uh, Do you know what I mean like the, the choice the quality of clothing? It's quality not made gear. in sweatshops anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's not shit clothing. I I agree. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, so for what it is, like, I'm not going to pay 50 quid for a pair of jeans where my fucking arse and thighs are going to rip the arse out of it in two weeks. Yeah. Whereas I'll spend a tenner on two pairs of stretchy denim ones at a Primark. They're comfy as fuck. They look no bad. And I'm not going to be broken hearted when the crotch rips out. Yeah. I see. I like good quality denim though. Ah, well, see, good quality denim. I'm, 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 I'm a, a thing. Yeah. thing for denim. Like, yeah. I don't buy. Levi's now mm-hmm. because Levi's is the quality is shit mm. but places like Edwin's or I've got two pairs of Edwin's two pairs of Kojima's like Japanese denim mm-hmm. they last forever mm-hmm. I've got a pair of, I've got a pair of Levi's from 1947 well that's what I mean wow. so like yeah obviously you, you pay more you'll usually get the quality but I mean, yeah. for what Primark is yeah yeah I mean if you only want it for like say if you've got a night out where it's like oh shit I've got nothing to wear ah fuck it I'll just Spend six quid in a fucking mm. pair, or oh, sixteen quid. I don't know how much jeans cost these days in Primark. <laughs> Not that much. No, like twenty. But I'm just saying for what it is, especially with my prezies, comfy yeah. as fuck. I'm not going to be bored if I'm. If the weather was better when we were away, I would have been wearing these walking up hills and fucking across fields and that. Yeah. I'm not going to be bothered if they get covered in lamb shite or the fucking toe rips off or whatever, because that's what I bought them for. Until you have like three miles into a walk and the whole yeah, shoe explodes. <laughs> that's Bam. when the quality, like, oh, maybe I should have bought well, yeah, but when, yeah, but like, I will say, Primark corduroy trousers. Oh. 10 mm. out of 10. 10 out of 10. Really? Oh, 100%. You've never worn corduroy. It's, oh, it's beautiful. Do you know what, that, 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 suit, that suit I bought for my work. It's comfy as fuck. And mm. I think it looks dos. 
and it cost me 60 quid. All right, we're, we're, going, uh, we're going off it. So yeah. Primark, <laughs> just for what it is, I'm saying You're doing bro. a Primark ad yeah. here. They don't bro. fucking sponsor us. Yeah, bro. I'll go bra. We got Primark a bra, but the fake trainers, as I know. <laughs> they're not fake. They're, fake they're real sneakers. Yeah. But they're just... You're talking about a pair of neck air max or <laughs> neck I'm air gonna, maximums. <laughs> I actually, I'm going to, I'm going to actually, I, I completely just love look this. I bought a pair of suit shoes for a wedding from Primark, so yeah. Yeah, you can do That's it. I bought stuff from there. I've got, yeah. like, I've got my Lacoste trainers that I love to death and they look brilliant, mm. but I'm not going to wear them to go cutting about the countryside. Yeah. I, my my good friend Eddie was he was go, I think he was going to uh, Costa Rica and he was like we're gonna be like par- swinging through the trees and shit and on dirt bikes he's like I'm not bringing my fucking eighty pound eighty dollar sneakers there I'm just gonna get a couple of pairs yeah. from from okay. Primark and we'll get a couple pairs of shorts and see it's things like this is keeping Brantano in business with the gollas <laughs> and the fucking high techs no, you, you didn't go to Brantano's for a nice yeah, pair of Air Max mate nah, you know yeah, I'm like, taking all that shit's coming in now like New Balance and this you ten years ago New Balance was a death sentence we've seen New Balance was awesome. Like when I was the, in high the school. lost and found in high school when you like forgot to bring your PE kit. Yeah, You'd be like, high techs on New Balance. You're yeah. a lesser jumper. You're like cock sport teeth. Oh, oh. All right, what's next? <laughs> I really want to see the Mitch, Mitch Hunter no, checking in. Uh, at least MCAT isn't a thing anymore, he says. Meow. Meow. Plant food. I'm glad I didn't um, ever do that. Just grown tomatoes this weekend. <laughs> next we got here is using your phone at the urinal. Yeah, phone uh, at the urinal. A urinal? No. I'm not there long enough. No. no. Like, I'm in there getting my slash done. I have a sit down wheel a lot, though. Sometimes I do have yeah. a sit down wheel. Sit down wheel is the best. But if I'm at like, the pub or something, I'm not going to just stand there, like, dick out with, like, my phone in my hand. No, I think that's weird, too. Seen it the other day. I need both hands. Your old da's got a big junk. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need two, one for the tweezers, one for the magnifying glass. <laughs> uh, Gotta be able to see it. Love that honesty, bro. Right, so I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no as well. No, fuck and that. No. And I'm addicted to my phone. Right, cool. Uh, yeah. Go to the Facebook first. Big J West. What's up, J West? <laughs> We've um, touched on this one, but I just thought it was funny the way he said it. You would fucking love J West. He's like a proper big cowboy. Yeah. Big up. Came, is, uh, is it the Kilted Cowboy? Yes. That's his Instagram oh. name. We need you, friends. You, you, <laughs> actually need to hook Fat up. Fat Cowboy, Kilted Cowboy. Big ten, is it a 10-gallon hat or 5-gallon cowboy hat he wears? He's a big fucking yeah. Stetson, man. Oh, big, he was a big D-lineman. Like, one of the biggest, most aggressive guys. Was it Was it at the... the oh, fucking Ben Don't Break, the Hurricane, the Dundee Hurricane Dundee documentary. Yeah. He, was in, he showed up to the premiere like, Stats and cowboy boots, like drinking whiskey, just talking that southern draw. It was you couldn't not look at him and unbelievable him talk. You'd absolutely. He's a large, a large man. Let's be friends. <laughs> Jay West, anyway. Let's Jay West, be friends, Jay. Hook up with, uh, with Sam. Show me attention. Uh, here we go. Those burnt ass morning rolls they sell in the Dundee <laughs> shops. So a well fired roll. Yeah, we we did this already, but I just yeah. thought it was funny it's that he said it. That, like, is that a big thing up here? Because I don't, I don't know. It's my yeah. old man. It's a Scottish thing. I don't know. It's, it's, it's like, like, oh, fuck, I've burnt them. I'm just going to sell them. Sell them on anyway. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's yeah. Gonna, it's a no for me. Anyway. It's a no for me, too. No, it's like, I don't want my mouth ripped open from <laughs> with my potatoes gone. I think the rule of thumb is a roll should never shatter. The next day you're rough or something, you want the last thing you want to do is like bite into something that's gonna attack you. You want to like comfort food. Yeah, you want something soft just to, to sink your poor wee mouth onto because like uh, you know what I mean? Sadly. Like a fucking hard roll, you feel like you've got to take a big bite yeah. into it. You've got a cotton mouth, the last thing you want is razor blades. And there's fucking crumbs and flakes nah. off the roll everywhere. It's a bloody mess. No, pack right, it in. We're rolling on, so I'm gonna say is that a no from everyone? Yeah. Right, yeah. we'll do one more and then we'll get them watching and listening. Because yes. we've still got smash yeah, things. So the last one we got here, we'll do today is, oh, we've done some football. 
Chris Hollins. Shout out Chris Hollins. He has said oh. boomerang videos. All right. I don't mind the wee boomerang. I yeah. love a boomerang. Like, yeah. Some of them are like, some of them are a bit daft. See Creative. if it's just the, the basic glasses that are just doing a wee wiggle. That's a bit annoying. But like, see if there's a good in. Yeah. I'm all I'm all for a good boomerang. Like. Yeah. Like the golf one. Yeah. Or like my favorite one's like, I seen one that was like a guy taking the first scoop out of a jar of peanut butter. Yeah. Oh, and then that's I went back and it went back to being smooth. That was just, I could watch that all day. I'm into that. All day. <laughs> peanut butter, anyways. I think it's just like a poor man's vine, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do it for the yeah. vine. Did you like vine? Yeah. Vine I love vine. Vine was cool. Love vine, I, was, I discovered a guy called, well, I didn't discover him, but it was the first time I seen a guy called Dapper Laughs. Mm-hmm. Oh, He's, that guy? Yeah, I fucking love his, his Instagram shit, man. He cracks me up. Because it's just stupid, stupid humor. It's just, yeah, it's just lad it's, banner. It's, it. just, it's not even lad banner, it's dad banner. Like, now it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know now I mean? he's but a like, dad, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, that's where I found shit like him. And there's a lot of people who made a lot of money off of it. Like, Hell yeah. A lot of money Still off. thriving on Instagram and yeah. on YouTube. Well, they're now yeah, YouTubers, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they took their audiences <laughs> on YouTube. Um, I'm going to say bra for boomerangs. I'm going to say yeah. bra for boomerangs. But just going back to Vine quickly, because I know we got to move on. There have been times where I was in tears watching a six-second video. I, I don't even know how they did it. Yeah. It's kind of like you don't even have enough time to develop anything, and I'm streaming. Yeah. But anyway, no, sorry, right. let's go on. So it's a bra. Was it a bra? Yeah. I'm saying no. You're saying no? Yeah, I'm saying no. Fair enough. Yeah. Wait, what Vine, was it again? Vine loyal. Boomerangs. Boomerang. Oh, yeah, I'm saying I just, boomerang. It's kind of be arse, just like trying to get a shot or something, just so it's like somebody's just like doing that like, <laughs> over and over again. Like, oh, there's, a, there's a fine line. I want to do one of peeing. It's really an art, Andy. Andy. A pee one. A poop. Oh, the one you always get. Imagine just going whoop, straight back up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you always get the one. I mean, with... I had to say it because that'd be funny. As I'm fun. pretty sure that's porn. Like, that may be porn at some time. If you're into that. Oh, so you always get the folk to do the one with the drinks, isn't it? It's like. Or the clink. It's this one. It's just like that. Yeah, that's what I mean. I did that in my kilt last I mean, week. I mean, we'll see it next oh, week yeah, or this week. Oh, hey, oh, right. oh. We just jumped straight into what we've been watching and listening to this week. Do you? Okay, yeah. We can do that. Game of Thrones. Can't do spoilers. Cause no, I know. I'm not going to. What have you been watching or listening to this week? All right, let's do a rapid fire edition. Right, we cool. got some, I'll, uh, I'll go through these ones. So I've done what rewatched last train to Busan. Oh, Korean zombie film set in a train. Zombie film ever. That's an 8.5 out of 10. That is one of my favorite zombie films mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Um, I listened to Logic's Bobby Tarantino 2. Oh, how was that? Fucking sensational. Is it good? Yeah, it just it came up on my, like one of the recommended albums one day when I was working from home. Hmm. And I just sat and listened to the whole... I listened to it like three times over while I was doing some work. And mm-hmm. like it was beautiful. That and nice. his song... Uh, Lunatic. Is it Lunatic? His new song with Eminem. Oh, okay. It's good. Homicide. 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 Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Okay, check it out. Eminem and Logic. That's I'll give that a seven out of ten. Bananas, really good. One of a really one of the best <laughs> verses that Slim's done in a long time. Um, and from a retro one, I re-listened to the Darkness's first album, Permission oh. to Land. Solid, solid seven, solid seven bananas. Uh, production value is great. The music, the musicality of it for like what was considered a jokey band at the mm-hmm. time. They are fucking sensational guitarists, the two brothers, Justin and Dan Hawkins. I remember having to steal that album off my mum because I wasn't allowed to listen to it. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's just filthy. They've got, like, a love song about pubic lice. Like, it's, it's great. Seven bananas for me. So that's my ones this week. Sam, got anything you want to shout out? Finishing off Game of Thrones. Uh, there's mixed. I'm not really going to say too much, but it's mixed. I've started watching Chernobyl on Sky. I want to check that's that out. That is so good because yeah. it's... It, it, it just shows how fucked up it was and no yeah. one knew anything was going on. Is it a documentary or is it a... It's, it's like... It's, it's, it's a, a drama. Oh, okay. But so it's, based, it's, like, it's like loosely based on the actual shit that went yeah, down it's, here. It shows like everything that, that led up to it. Or not led up to it, like from the moment it blew up and it's like 
how no one knew it could happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's people going on like, nah, you're lying about that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it kind of just shows how like the mentality back then was kind of like, mm, no, I don't believe that. Yeah. Just because they didn't see it. Or like, I don't know. It's mm -hmm. weird. It's really, 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 really good though. What would you give it? How many have you watched so far? This is only the first episode out this week. What would you give that on a rough score out of 10 bananas? I mean, it was at five o'clock this morning after I watched Game of Thrones. So Fair. probably about 8.5. Nice. It was Strong. really good. Anything else you want to shout out? Train to Busan. I'm going to watch that tonight, actually. Oh, so good. So good. Are you? Yeah. I was just listening. I don't know. There's a lot of bands that... I just done a lot of beatdown. Like Mercy Blow. Big up Mercy Blow. Mercy Blow. Mm -hmm. any, any album you want to give a rating to? Let me see. I was listening to stuff in the gym. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I go, I go to the gym now. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> apparently. We'll get, we'll get to that on Thursday. <laughs> uh, oh. It's in French. So, Coupe de Grass. That's a good album. Coup de Grass. The Coup de Grass. Coup, that's the one. That's a good album. Same with Miles Kane album as well. Is that? Yeah. This isn't. No, actually, that's not Miles IED Kane. and No Zodiac. I No Zodiac are my favorite bands. Same. 10 out of 10 all the time. Nice. Nice one. Mm. Mikey Dots. Only thing I watched, well, there's Lizzo, actually. She's uh, a singer, American singer that Connie put me on to, actually. Uh, she's pretty good. Uh, and uh, we watched a show called Dead to Me. Christina Applegate is in it. Oh, on I've Netflix. Seen this on Netflix very, yeah. very good. Give it about, give it about a seven. Pretty good. Kind of predictable though. I feel like um, I knew what was going to happen mm. in the first season, but very, very good. Highly recommend it. Nice. Andy Midak, what do you got? Uh, I've been listening to a bit of Ocean Wisdom. I've been listening to more Childish Gambino. Mm. Playing a bit more FIFA in my spare time. Remember oh, well, we talked last week. There was a bit of feedback as well. I was a bit disappointed to hear you relapsed onto the onto the packs, Back mate. On the oh no, I don't buy packs. I don't. I don't buy. Have packs. You transcended it. No, no, but it's like you get your packs as your weekly reward. So it's like I'm sitting there fucking itching till like <laughs> one o'clock on a Sunday. I'm like, Give me yeah, packs, I man. Got two mega packs. Okay, <laughs> let's go. And then I get no boards and no walkouts. And I'm like, what the fuck did I grind for this week? <laughs> um, no, when we talked last week, I said to you in week one I'd made six hundred k. Yeah. Yeah, week two I made another one point two mil, baby. Oh, mate, I'm Millie, I'm Millie. Two weeks in, we're, we're playing Icon Roy, Roy Keane. We've got Icon Juan Sebastian Veron. We've got Ooh. Icon Fabio Cannavaro oh, at centre back. Fabio, oh. Honestly, I'm back on the RAPE and <laughs> I'm requalified for weekend league. So this weekend, watch out. Honestly, I will make sure you break your controller once you've played my sweat, <laughs> my FIFA fucking cutback crossing Swag. sweat. Rip that drip. Definitely getting the dominoes in, on the couch, in the underwear, mm. playing all weekend. Mate, I had a dominoes last week, and I was yeah. thinking about you because I know how much you dislike it, and I was really disappointed with it. And I'd won in no, ages, and I was like... Marmaris is a good pizza delivery. What would you say, Andy, on about um, last time I was here, you talked about 1250 TV? Yes. Watch that Sherlock diss track for Zesh. Zesh, aye. Wow. Fucking hard going, isn't it? Jesus, man. This <laughs> is a Glaswegian rapper beef with a. He's from Edinburgh. Leaf. Yeah. Leaf, Leaf, Leaf rapper calls this, and this track is fucking filthy. I messaged Andy after listening to it. I was just like, is this boy going to be okay? Scottish rap is amazing. But this boy's going to need a miracle to come back because he destroys us. Uh, it was a pretty brutal track. I, like, I, don't, I don't know any of the back tracks. I'm not trying to shout out one guy or another, but this track that I listened to, because I was trying to find the original mm. track that kicked it off. Mm. But Sherlock's reply is ferocious, is the only word I can use mm. to describe it. Ferocious. I'll play it to you afterwards. Absolutely. Absolute fire. Um, so, no, just to finish up, um, just a little bit of stuff um, and a little bit of FIFA. And I think uh, going into this week, as of Friday, that'll be all my submissions done for the year, boys. So, 
final bit of coming at the other side. So That's my dog. I'm probably sure I'll have more to watch and listen to in the weeks going forward as my schedule now just opens up for the summer. I'll be out on that golf course. So Let's get that monkey sword fight golf day out, boys. I need Sunning myself up. Right, right, so, cool. Yeah, all good. Let's wrap this shit up then. Thank you very much to this week's guest, Samuel Matthias. Thank, Thank you for having me. No, man, good. it's been a pleasure. Yeah, Welcome yeah, back anytime. Oh, man. Thank you for coming. Thank you. No, right. thank you. Well, thank you. All right, let's wrap this up. We're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to our this week's sponsor, Stevie Mac Skate School. Get in touch, Stevie Mac Skate School on Facebook. Nicest guy in Perth. All ages welcome. Give him a message. Try something new. Peace. Our Patreons. Ali Cook, Andrew Henderson, Cal McLaughlin. You know what I'm going to say here. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Japsic 69. Love it. Yeah. Craig McCaffrey, Davey Forrett, Fraser Reevy, Ian Shepard, Nate Black, oh. Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hey, Rachel. Hi, Nate Black. <laughs> Love you. Uh, Ralphie Roggs, Roddy, Beda, and oh, Stosh. Like Stosh. Um, wrap that shit up. We are on, you can email us, monkeysurfitpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at MSF underscore podcast. I'm on Twitter at Wagwan Patrice, and we are on Podbean and Facebook, <coughs> Monkey Sword Fight Podcast. You want to shout, shout your stuff out again? Yeah, El Gordo Vaquero. I'll just search up Fat Cowboy. There you go. Uh, I am at underscore M Dots on Twitter. I'm there at Macapella. Good old dar. Thank you very much for listening. It is good to be back. Uh, we will come back with another episode next week. Peace. Yeah, 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 yeah. Peace. Bye. Hey!